0: One of the sad things about life, you get old and it passes you by. I feel it passing me by. I'm 46 years old. I don't even have kids, but I can't keep up anymore. Like I had a college kid coming up and I was like, man, I, I, gotta, I gotta figure out what these kids are into, man. I was I was 24 when, when a senior was born. I gotta figure out what these, these dudes are into. So I guess they were into like, just like DJ music or some shit. So I'm like, all right, I'll watch some of this. You know? So I have like a, a reference or two. I don't want to be that old comic coming to the gig being like, what's up with this Monica Lewinsky? Is, is this crazy? I mean, this is Y2K. I mean, my style is going to work. I, mean, I don't know. So I put this shit on. Dude, I lasted 90 seconds. 90 seconds. I was open-minded. All right, put it on. 90 seconds later, I'm like this old man. Ah, this isn't music. You now, when I was a kid, you dressed like a woman and you sung about the devil,
1: now, now that was music. I'm like, oh, this is the start of the podcast. I usually have the intro and then I just ease them into it. Not sexually, obviously. (laughs) Uh,
0: You could do
1: that. I know, but I mean, that would be
0: weird. We're in this closed, behind this closed door right now. I know. (laughs) Anything could happen.
1: I've never had gay sex before, so. Mm, Me neither. Yeah. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, people are free to do whatever they want. I just, you know, I've... I've never had an erect penis that close to another erect penis before. Maybe I have, and I didn't know it. you You ever
0: double-teamed a chick?
1: No, actually I haven't, and I've had opportunities to, but I was like, you know, that's just weird. I don't want to share that kind of intimate connection with with one of my friends because it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be with another man, but it's not going to be some stranger it'd be with my one of my friends and I had opportunities too but it would just be weird like Eiffel Towering a chick with my friend and holding their hands while we're both inside of the same yeah. female I'm just like mm.
0: that's just strange man I'm with you a little strange how
1: would it not be weird after that you well know? I would laugh it off I've done really weird things in the past I've had threesomes with two chicks and I didn't even like that it was so much it's you like, only
0: got one dick <laughs>
1: And I guess you got you got two
0: hands too. You could.
1: Well, you can one manage. chick I, was. I have a, faith in you. Well, this is what I only had one threesome in my life, and mm. it was a chick riding on top of me, cowgirl style, and then another chick was sitting on my face, <laughs> and I have attention deficit disorder to the max, so I can only f- concentrate on one thing at a time. So I'm like oh, I'm getting suffocated by a vagina, and then I'd be trying to, I just, I just...
0: Well, you just let the chick who's riding you do her thing, and then you handle what's up here, dude. That's that's, that's perfect for you, I think. If you well, got
1: ADD, you just... That was the only way I was able to do it. It was like, well, well how else am I going to make this happen for both of them? And mm-hmm. then it was like we were high on stimulants, let's just say that, and mm-hmm. so her... Butt crack was super sweaty, Ugh. so I was really fearful of getting her b- b- anus on in my, in my mouth. Checks out. Because I wasn't in love with the girl. I mean, if I'm in <laughs> love with a girl, they I'd be break... willing to eat her booty hole out.
0: That's the one time where you can break the, the never go ass to mouth rule?
1: Yeah, if you're in love, you hear know If I'm in love, love, I'm willing to do things I don't normally do. I mean, they have to wash it first because poop is gross, let's just face it. <laughs> I don't know where this conversation that's, went That's but.
0: true love right there, though.
1: Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> that. it takes a lot for me to fall in love nowadays. I've been, I've been, had my heart stomped on too many times to just give it away like I used to in my man-ho days. But it, we don't need to get into that. That's that's for a different podcast entirely. Yeah. All right. Okay, you guys. I'm sorry you had to hear all that. But this is the podcast where I just air out all my dirty laundry, so, Yeah. you know... Uh, I'm not sorry. No. Okay, well, I'm really not sorry. I don't <laughs> even know why I said that. But, um, Hello, uh, brethren and said sestran of our squadron, I guess. Um, it is your adorable, lovely host. Uh, I guess I don't really go by Unk anymore from when I... Listen back to these podcasts. I, I brought back the Bow Baggins name. That's right. And yeah, one ball to rule them all. It's a good name. <laughs> and I mean, I never fully got rid of it. I'm just it's, it, it took a vacation. It's coming back, but um, I'm recording inside of the rehab confines, uh, uh, and you know, like a like a junky news reporter, I guess. I don't know. Um, that works. Oh, okay, so one thing I needed to clarify to anyone listening who has been... If you listen to these episodes in consecutive order, just know I don't always have the ability to record. So if you also have listened to older episodes, you'd also know that we always said we have like 20 or 30 recordings in the vaults, quote unquote. And every now and then I'll pull one out. You know, slap on an intro and outro and release it So, the timeline is all over the fucking place So, the last two episodes I played, like, recordings that were probably almost two years old And, uh, so just know, like, if you hear I mean, I usually try to say in the description Oh, this one's from the vaults, or this one's from when I was in drug court Or this one's from back in the day So it's like, if you hear an episode and I'm talking about shit that was like Sounds like I'm not in rehab. Well, that's because it's an older recording, and so if you listen to it in consecutive order, you'll notice that I, it probably doesn't make much sense. But I mean, uh, there's a whole reason for that. When we were, when me and my co-host Ryan, or not so much of a co-host anymore, because who knows where the fuck he is right now, uh, (laughs) running amuck in the streets of Santa Barbara, uh, for all I know. Um, me maybe being, he might be being a good boy, who knows, I need to get a hold of him, but we recorded episode, or we did recordings, but we were on probation, and we were on drug court, and so somehow our drug counselors had found out we were starting a podcast, and they're like, ooh, I want to listen to it, blah, 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 and we were like, oh, we really don't want you to listen to it, because it's probably very much so self-incriminating, and we don't want to get a sanction, go to jail. So what we did was we recorded a shit ton of episodes. I recorded episodes with people in drug court and, and just anyone who's had been shot out in the past. And then we just sat on them. So, you know, by the our plan was, okay, by the time we graduate this program, we'll be off probation, off drug court. And we'll be free and we can release these episodes without any paranoia or fear that they will get us uh, incarcerated. And so... We still have a bunch of really old recordings, and then I would release a few, record a few new ones, and release them. And so they're not in consecutive order at all. So if you hear an episode and I'm probably sound high, well, I was probably high, <laughs> and uh, but I'm just know that if you hear an older recording and you're like, oh, b- 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 relapse? No, it's an older recording. This is a current one, and that's just the way the cookie crumbled, I guess. So. Uh, I'll try my best to slap on a, a little uh, description in the intro uh, detailing that, or I'll just type out a uh, in the description, this is an older one or it's from the vault. So I just needed to get that out there just to avoid any confusion. But I'm still in rehab. Uh, fuck, I've been here about, I don't know, 105 days, I think. How long have you been in here?
0: Yeah, a little, a little over three months, yeah, like... Uh... I think around a hundred days, or maybe ninety-eight days, or something like that. I, I came in here literally a week after you, like on the day.
1: Yeah, and you know so. what's funny? I just remembered this. When I came here to do my intake interview with, uh, with uh, the board of directors or the whatever, guy. the guy, the guy who does intake interviews. I won't, you know, I won't dox him, but uh, he. I was high as fuck, mm-hmm. and you were in the waiting room doing intake interviews the same day as me, and I I've, I was so out of it, I don't know how I looked to you, but I was fucking high. In fact... You looked high as shit. Did I? Yeah, you were. I could tell you were loaded. <laughs> you, were, you were falling
0: asleep, pretty much, in your seat, and you just, I think you were trying to pass it off as like being stressed out or something, because you kept going, ah, well, let's get this over
1: with, and you kept closing your eyes, but... Really? Cause I was high on meth too. <laughs> hey. I was shooting up goofballs. In fact, you know what's funny is, on the drive down here, I had a, I had like a tiny bit of dope left, or I I don't know. I I had like three or four loaded rigs, and I think I did some cotton rinses, and I had them prepared in the shot, and they're in a backpack, and I'm like. I go in there and I'm like, oh, you guys need my ID or social security number? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I, I left them in the, the car. Wink, wink. I better go get them. And they're like, they almost were like, no, you don't need to do that. And I was like, well, you need them, right? So I'll have to get them at some point. And they're like, okay, go get them real quick. And I go out to the car. And this is my, it was my first time driving up here, and there was just homeless people all over the streets. It's hot, it's sunny, it's during the day. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of homeless people hanging out here. This is kind of ghetto. And so I go in, the, in my parents' 3 Series BMW, and I'm like, I need to do another shot. So I get in the car, because it took me two seconds to get my identification, and I'm like looking over my shoulder, trying to hide under the, the window, and I bang out one real quick and go back in there. And then I'm like flirting with the lady behind the counter like oh my friend Kate went here and graduated you know him and that's what i remember i don't remember nodding out but i guess when you're high you don't you really pay attention to how you come off to other people that whole thing sounds like a like a hip hop song right now it could have, it could be a hip hop song it could be the content for your next you know there need to be there needs to be more junky Themed hip hop songs. Yeah, there aren't very many.
0: No, there's, there's not. Lots about doing coke and like partying, but nothing not about drugs. Like getting high in the in in your parents' Beamer, uh, doing your interview for rehab. It's all like happy drug stories. There's none of I them. I know there. what the
1: fuck. And um, but you know what's funny is. Uh, my uh, the guy who did uh, my intake interview, he never lets lets me live down the fact that I was super loaded when I met him for the first time. And he was like, you were fucking noodle grooving when I <laughs> saw you. I was like, no, I wasn't. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you were You were totally noodle grooving. And I was like super high, like while he's explaining the program, i pretending to be all interested, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> trying to play it off. He's like, when's the last time you did drugs? So when's the last time you did speed? I was like, oh, like three days ago. I'm a lightweight. It lingers. It lingers. I know. Yeah. But yeah. hey, I'm clean now, so... They're going to have to deal with that. I mean, <laughs> if anything, I think being that loaded was a benefactor of me getting in here. Because it's like, I'm not faking the funk. This guy needs this shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at me. I, I was a hot fucking mess, dude. You can't stay in his in seat. No, dude, I'm I was willing. bad. Yeah, I was sweaty. Dude, I had fucking, these scars on my face, I had got staph on, infections on my face and I was like, how the fuck is this possible? I don't shoot up in my face. I got plenty of good usable veins in my... No, dude. It was just like... Not, you weren't a picker? Well, I mean, I picked those because they formed, but it was like... Because I, I pick scabs and whether I'm high or not. I like to pick scabs. Like I'm like, ew, scab. I pick it off. I don't eat them or anything. I'm not that fucking foul. But Why would like, you
0: even say that? That was like a Freudian slip right there. Maybe you do eat scabs in secret.
1: Ugh, is, I'd imagine they taste salty and that just uh, I don't know the texture. I bet I bet I think the they taste. Probably taste they probably taste bloody. It probably tastes like copper or something like blood. Like copper. Yeah,
0: it's what blood tastes like or iron, I should say. Okay, yeah.
1: well I don't know, but I mean, it was it was like you know what it was because I would shoot goofballs. I think I, I had missed part of the shot, and so that I don't fucking know who knows junky logic, but anyway, uh, oh. Okay, so one other thing I want to say is uh, I had gotten some feedback from close personal friends, and they were trying to uh, say, well, I said this before, but they were like, oh, you need to drop that stupid podcast because it glamorizes drugs. And I was like, no, it doesn't. It does not glamorize drugs. Um, are these friends drug addicts? Well, they're recover. They're in recovery. So I'm imagining they climbed up upon their uh-huh. ivory tower soapbox, and you know. But it's like, dude, you can't run away from your past. You can't. H- why hide your past? Accept it, cherish it, honor it, and I mean, look. How are you gonna glamorize? being a junkie, like that is the most (laughs) unglamorous lifestyle there or or a tweaker. And I was both. Like how are you gonna glamorize that? Like like you really like I I I was like, you probably don't even listen to the fucking podcast. Yeah, we tell war stories, but I don't ever say, Oh that was cool what I did that day. No, I was like that was really stupid. But it's funny still.
0: It's like it's and it almost takes the power out of it, or like when you're too serious. And the shame and guilt—it takes the shame and guilt out of it. Yeah, you know, it's like that's my favorite part of junkies getting together is just like telling, telling the crazy stories to where some people, when they would hear it, just be like, "Oh my god!" But then we think it's hilarious because, I mean, I guess because we have
1: fucked up dark minds. But hey, hey.
0: we all yeah, we all our standard for hilarity is, is is is. The bar
1: is low, so it's like, that 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 makes all the shit above the bar funny. The way I see it is we laugh a survivor's laugh. Kind of like when war veterans go to whatever, like, Vietnam memorials and they share war stories about what happened in the war. Yeah, it was pretty crazy and fucked up, but then they're like, yeah, we survived that Remember shit. Remember that
0: time we smoked the opium? They had the best shit over there. Exactly. We were smoking it through the barrel of our rifles. Did you? And I've seen that And then I've the one guy, footage. Johnny, shot Jimmy in the face. It was hilarious, man. Exactly. That was, that was
1: so. Totally super loud. No, you're fine. It, it's <laughs> like so. Just to reiterate or clarify, no, I am not attempting to glamorize drugs. I guess some people could perceive it that way. I'm just sh- I'm sharing some funny ass stories while and documenting. My, my uh, path to recovery, I guess, or my, addi- my addictive nature. I don't fucking know, but it's like, of course, I guess, trigger warning. No, I'm not trying to glamorize drugs. So if you're listening to this, uh, I'm not trying to say what I did was cool. I would rather people out there, and if you're like the youth of today, and you're like listening, of which we are not, Hey, anymore. I have a hey, <laughs> Someone just said I look like I'm in my fucking twenties. That's true. So, uh, I mean, I may be old, but I am also the genetic fountain of youth, and I'm I'm also an idiot. So I just, you know, I up my my positive qualities, and I'm honest about my negative ones. But it's like, dude, you know, like if you're listening and you're on the fence about trying drugs, and all your friends are pressuring you to do drugs. I'm not here to say you should do drugs, but I also think the Just Say No Dare program is a complete farce and failure. So I don't think, I, I mean, I, I'm, I think kids are going to do what they want whether I tell them what to do or not. And I think some of the most, def, I mean, I think the kids that usually turn into addicts, have a defiant nature already, and they're not going to listen to me, so, and I think usually they'll do the exact opposite of what people tell them to do, oh, you tell me not to do drugs, oh, I'm going to do all the drugs then, just to show you that I'm not going to follow your rules, like, so, I don't condone, or I don't advise people to do drugs, but if you're going to do drugs, whether I say, to whether... I think you shouldn't do them at least be safe about it that's my message yeah. and maybe someone can listen to my story and be like wow uh, fucking Bobal was really shot out I'm not going to do that I don't it, it's just like uh, it kind of got under my skin hearing that and they're like I was like I was like, "I don't my podcast doesn't condone drugs and they're like it's called fucking Nod Squad I'm like it's a good name like, it's got yeah. a good ring to it So that's their problem. Yeah, I guess that's their deal. That's true. I just have to accept that, I guess. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, did you, have you even listened to my fucking podcast? People talk about getting molested as kids. People talk about getting beat up by their dad. It's like, it's like, if anything, it shines the light on drug use and addiction and why people are drawn to drugs to cope with for whatever reason they do drugs and how they may have gotten out of it or how they're struggling or still stuck in it. It's just like, uh, I just, I don't know, Well,
0: here's the deal, kids. Don't do drugs. But like Brian said, you're going to have to make the choice for yourself. But here's another thing, is we laugh about a lot of this stuff in hindsight, but a lot of it was not very funny at the time. That's it, very true. You know, and it's and it really sucked to go through it's 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 we we can laugh at it now because it's in the past but but that doesn't mean that that's something that that anybody really wants you know
1: no and it's like i'm not gonna lie i had some killer times on drugs but then it stopped being fun and i was never able to reclaim those glory days towards the end of my run so it's like and i went through some dark painful moments but uh I feel like I probably had to or needed to go through those to realize I needed to change my life and get clean. So there's, uh, you, as long as you pull out or extract some positivity from a negative experience, then that's what really matters, and I think that's what this podcast is, is like turning something bad and... Making it your bitch and turning it into something good. So
0: Most of you are probably drug addicts already, so it's the 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 main thing that's going on here is, is relation. And connection. Yeah, you know, it's like this is this is I feel like probably the audience is more mostly people who if you find it funny, you know, or if you like if you can relate to what we're saying then then I mean, that's it right there. You're just, you're, you're one of us already. And And what I also, yeah, exactly. If you're not just, uh, just, I mean, I don't know, Brian said it. You're going to have to figure it out for yourself, you know?
1: And what I also think this podcast does and other drug-centric podcasts do is they give voice to people who feel like they don't have a voice, and it, it makes people feel less shame and guilt about their past because then they feel like they're not the only ones who have gone through it or felt that way, I guess. So just that was just an elaborate, mm-hmm. t- my take on that whole incident. But uh, I have a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Yeah, this is, this is they call me Slenderman. You can call me that if you like. And I think they call me that
1: just because I'm super tall right? Yeah, you were skinny. I mean you've been gaining some muscle since you've been here, so you're not as slender as you used to bit. be. I mean, we can use your first name too, right? Yeah, aka I'm, Josh a.k.a. Slenderman is with right. me. And uh, um, you were yeah, you were in the, got in the program or, or literally like a week or two after I got in. And I'm just gonna air this out. When I first started to get to know you, we didn't get... I didn't get along with you that well. We had little tiffs and tafts here and there. And uh, yeah. I've already made amends to you. You were my first amends. And oh, cool. uh, now we're great friends. I'm honored. I didn't so, know that. I
0: didn't know that was your first
1: one. Yeah. It went pretty good. I thought it went pretty damn good. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad because uh, it was a good practice run. And I did feel some cliche spiritual awakening from it. Because I was like, oh, that felt good. I'm kind of addicted to these amends. So now I'm like, and now, yeah, it was something positive. Because now we're good friends and we get along great. Mm -hmm. So, um, but one thing I thought or reflected on when I thought about that time in the past where, like, I was like, I don't know. I kind of snap it. I would snap and get little... I would snap on i wouldn't I wouldn't say it snapped on you, but I got it li- gave you a little bit of attitude and it got kind of reactionary. I think it was due to me getting through I was getting uncomfortable for the first time. I didn't have drugs to like fill that void or to get yeah. comfortable or or get out of the uncomfortable feeling. And I probably saw a lot of uh, similarities in yourself that I saw in myself that I didn't like. And uh, and I'm also really fucking stubborn. So I was Me like, too. "Oh, I was like, 'Oh, this guy thinks he's stubborn. I will show him. I'm more yeah. stubborn than you. You Is know. Right? <laughs> I think it's a
0: lot of to do with that. And it's um, like we could be best friends or or worst enemies.
1: Yeah, uh, I we think ch- we chose the the former. And I think when I see character defects in people, I. I, I well w- what I need to work on is not being so like judgmental about it because it's usually because I despise it in myself so I I get I I guess I was getting kind of self righteous about, about things that it's like that's someone else's deal man that's not my deal I can't force mm-hmm. somebody to be how I want them to be so it, it I don't know. well I think you said it that I mean like you, you we were both
0: not even 30 days into the Program here, so at least for me, I definitely know that I wasn't as good as at at dealing with charged things as I am right now. Even and this is only like three months ago. Yeah. But we're just like cause cause I I got super used to dealing with like you were saying dealing with my emotions with with a, a needle you know like that Our emotions is feeling feeling. Good in general, like I just didn't deal with anything myself anytime I was uncomfortable physically, emotionally, I would just shoot up, so not That's being not able to I was yeah not right, I mean as is customary yeah as as the chief says <laughs> yeah. um so so just it just kind of part of it was just circumstance, you know and then there was but there's both sides of it too, right like there is there was yes you snapped but then I was running around trying to tell you how to do some shit or something like that you know like and I that's I thought about that afterward I was pissed at the time too but then later like before you even made the amends I was like I thought to myself like he's kind of right you know you, you told me Something like you don't work here or something like that. Like you're not staffed, Josh, by Felicia. <laughs> like that. Oh yeah, it's like that motherfucker. But then, but then dude, later Did he just buy Felicia? Felicia yeah, me? dude, that sucks. Have you ever been by Felicia before? Yeah, and it it doesn't it's feel terrible. Doesn't really. feel too good. It's it's just I don't know what it is about that, but it's I don't like, know
1: who this Felicia
0: woman is, but it's, it's from Friday. Oh yeah, it's from it's from Friday. By oh, Felicia. Anyway, yeah, that was a a good, uh, uh, like you said, good practice for us both, right, fresh off the gate, you know.
1: Well, yeah, and what I think also is, like, you know, when people come into this program or any program or any inpatient treatment facility, they're coming in with a lot of baggage and they're still, you know, used to to their character defects or or anything, or they're used to, to handling situations the way they've... We're used to being junkies. Yeah, and and we're dealing we, with other
0: fucked up junkies that are that are pieces of shit all yeah. the time to us. Yeah. Yeah, so
1: I think a lot of people come in and like they are the way they are cuz that's all they know. So I think after a few month mu- or a few months of being here and learning how to address those things, then they start you start to see growth in them. And I saw amazing growth in you and I was really impressed. And then that's why I was like I need to make amends to to my friend Josh here because uh, it's not doing either of... especially not doing me any good. Like, it, it's like... They it's teach such a you. trippy
0: thing, man, when you realize, like, you're like, why? Like, what is what good is this resentment doing for me right now? Like, it's literally only pissing me off. It's yeah. the only thing
1: it's doing. Oh, yeah. You know? It, it, and, like, it was crazy because, like, I don't usually... Like the little resentments, like the ones that happened in the house or just little bullshit that I usually don't cling on to those ones. But the the, like my top 10 names on my resentment list for step four, I'm still like trying to process like Mm -hmm. uh, like I had I struggled through my step four because I was like, I don't want to let this shit go. Like the people who I feel really wronged me. I was like, I am not. I, I was like, I refuse to let that go and then now i'm like oh i i mean like it just it just i'm just hurting it and stunting my own growth you know and so it's like uh now i've been like okay i need to make these amends but then like the control freak inside of myself is like okay i need to make these amends but i want these amends to go i want the outcome to be the way i want them to be i want them to i i want to you know uh you know, say I was wrong, but I want them. I want to extract right. the forgiveness out of them, and I want to make this an equal transaction where they, you know, mm-hmm. apologize for the shit they did to me too, and <laughs> then I want us to be cool with each other again. Or and I then want, none I, of that happens. Well, see, I, I, have <laughs> those ones like the the Sometimes. the, the ex girlfriend that that uh, did me wrong, or or the the drug dealer that stole, uh, you know, my parents' Christmas presence and shit, like, uh, like, those I'm, like, saving last, and working on the ones first, because first of all, I don't want to make an amends to my drug dealer, just for the fact that I'm not ready to, because he's either, first of all, he's either in jail, or he's still selling drugs, and I don't want to put myself in a dangerous situation. Right. Plus, he's also kind of scared of me, because he, I called him out for, for stealing shit, and now he's denied. He would he denied it, and he's like, oh, you know, he thinks I'm gonna fuck him up and stuff, and so I just that's just I I I'm like I can't even future trip or think about that right now because that's something yeah. I need to handle later, and then with the ex girlfriend, uh, like my biggest fear on that is not like that she's gonna go off on me. My biggest fear is that she's not even gonna acknowledge the uh, amends at all and not even respond, and plus. She's like, not living anywhere close. She's very far away, and um, and blocked me on social media. And I don't really know how to get in contact with her other than fucking email. So it's like and I know there's this whole etiquette like you can't do it through email, you can't do it through social in person, media. Yeah. yeah, and it's like well I can't do it in person. I don't think she's gonna respond and be like, Oh, here's my address, mail you, me a letter.
0: You know it's oh well I was just gonna say, you know, what's funny is like they there are there's sticklers about that, but then if you can't meet somebody in person, then they say send a letter. Which
1: but it's is like, like
0: the same thing as in an email. It's two
1: thousand nineteen, yeah. No <laughs> yeah. one sends letters like mail. Yeah, e-mail. Yeah, internet mail.
0: No, that's, you know, spell internet with an e. Yeah. That's the e-stand for electronic mail.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's like, I I know this book was written before there were fucking computers and shit, so it's like, but it's like, I've been so consumed by internet and communicating to, you know, sometimes complete strangers online that it's like, okay, well, if I met them online at first... Wouldn't be the best way to just continue that communication with them. Like it's like I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, I mean,
0: you just got to figure that one out as you go.
1: Yeah, and and I'm not even gonna deal. Like, and also I need to just be in acceptance that I'm not ever gonna probably make be able to make all those amends because maybe some of them are some people are are passed away or some people they probably just don't ever want to talk to me again because I ruined those relationships Mm -hmm. and I just need to accept the fact that my decisions and the mistakes I made uh led to the the burning of those bridges and those relationships ending so it's like Mm -hmm. I I just need to kind of like accept that I caused that I had a role to play in it and and if they're not willing to meet me at that road to to make the amends then then they're, if anything, that's that they're hurting themselves because, and I and I I'm just trying to clean like as cliche as it sounds like oh I'm just trying to clean my side of the street. I, was I mean, going to say that
0: don't you hate that when that happens when you just when when like like I'm such like a like a. A twelve-step lingo expert now, you know, and it just like comes out of my mouth, and sometimes I'm like, fuck, I'm one of those guys now.
1: Dude, I know, and I, <laughs> I and the thing is, I hate cliche statements. Like, but some of them are are cliche because they actually tried and are true. true. Yeah, but it's like the one I hate the most is. Oh, my addiction's out in the parking lot doing push ups. Waiting for me doing push ups. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I don't do push ups. I'm not really in the best of shape right now. And I'm kind of fat ass, so if my addiction is doing push ups, I'm kind of fucked because You just call yourself fat. A, I, can you see this? No. I see a I see like
0: a sixteen pack right there, dude. This is a You've been po- hiding that underneath all your cool shirts this whole a, time?
1: This is a pony keg right here. You need here. to
0: get some sun though, I'll tell you what.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah. well, my forearms are, are tan yeah, enough. Yeah,
0: you get got a t-shirt tan.
1: I know, I'm, I have, there's a lot of work I need to do on this, <laughs> this broken body of mine. Okay, so wait, I, w- we just, okay, something crazy just fucking happened. Literally, oh, yeah. I don't know, an hour ago, hour and a half ago, and I want to process it, because you and I witnessed some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, and what better... Place to process it than on this stupid podcast of mine uh, (laughs) uh, for all you to hear. So we have a requirement to go to three meetings a week. Every day. I go to seven. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. And, and, you know, like, I wish I could be that guy. But sometimes there's really good... Like, someone will rent a really good show on DVD from the library, and I'm like, oh, we got a brand new 72-inch TV, and I'm, just air-conditioned, there's centralized air in this new building, it feels good, or or sometimes, you know, my good friend Zach will offer to buy me tacos, and I'm like, I can't pass up free tacos, or fucking... back massage at the fucking relaxation station, like <laughs> like really had this chick walk on my back the other day. Like how I've never experienced that before. We we went and got my fucking eyebrows threaded. Do you know what even that is? It's yeah. Like, it's like they it's little floss and they yep. it hurts so bad but I know. God damn it these things are not caterpillars anymore. Yeah. And he tried to say they were connected. Uh for the record, I do not or narrow Never have I had a unibrow that. There I, might
0: have been some peach fuzz in the peach middle. Peach fuzz, yes, yes, but
1: I only get one thick hair in the middle, and I always pluck it. <laughs> it never connected, so. But I got them threaded, so my eyebrows are on fleek. And um, I had some tacos. Like I mean, so yeah. There's every day we have the option to go to an outside meeting, and most of them are AA. One of them's a beach NA meeting, which is sometimes good, sometimes it's bunk, but I mean...
0: I always really like that one. I, NA, I, I just relate to NA a lot better, even if it's not the
1: best meeting in the world, but... I relate to NA better too, but it's like, uh...
0: I mean, I've, I've gotten really used to, like, being an AA and,
1: like, adjusting, you know, saying I'm an alcoholic. Because I've never really underwater. cared about alcohol. I was a junkie, dude. I well, was an na uh, like i related to na more
0: me me too for sure from the start but what i learned was that that heroin and, well just drugs in general ruined alcohol for me because now mm-hmm. if i try to drink which i never really had a huge problem with either you know like yeah. i have those stories where where shit was crazy but but now when it happens and i get a little bit of a buzz going the first fucking thing every time since... I want to do like, a shot. Yeah, I'm like, I know what I really want right now. Like, if we're getting fucked up, this is what my brain's telling me. It's like, if we're getting fucked up, you know what to do.
1: Yep. You know? That's why I'm afraid to smoke weed ever again. Yeah. Because I, it's like, I used to love weed, but it's like, my my thought is like, if, if I smoke weed and it leads me to doing heroin, well then the weed's not worth it for me because... But anyway, we have all, every day. There's a different outside meeting we can go to. Like Mondays, St. Mary's. Tuesdays, the in house book study. Wednesdays, legs. Thursdays, or dogs. Woof. Yeah, woof. <laughs> Thursdays, legs. Fridays, a new house book study. Saturdays, the NA beach meeting, and Sunday is the man on a mission meeting. So this particular Sunday, which was which is today, I was like, oh, I've only gone to two meetings this week. I need to go on Man on a Mission, and I'm pretty sure that Man on a Mission is going to be my home group because I just like, I, I usually get that's called a, on to share more one. often there, yeah. uh, and it's mostly people from the house, and I feel more comfortable opening up to them, and it's a good place to practice my shares so that when I go to the meetings that have 100 plus people in there, I'll get better at sharing there and not feel so uh. like, squirmy about it. So. We go to Man on a Mission. This gentleman drives uh, the van, and uh, it was an amazing meeting. Uh, one of the staff members was leading, and I got to we got to hear the, his story, and that and was amazing. He shot that. Shot yeah. For, he, oh yeah, he killed it. I love all his shares, and you know, you had a good share. Uh, I had a a semi decent share. You know, I usually don't even pay attention to what I'm saying in the share, but then usually usually, I, someone's like, oh, it's a good share. So I thought so. Thank you. Yeah. And so we had a great meeting, and I was like, oh, I'm glad I went to this meeting. I, you know, I, I picked a couple plums of knowledge from other people's shares and took them home with me. And so we walked to the van and we turn on the jams and we turn we're, on the jams we're in the
0: zone we, we vibing
1: yeah we got an auxiliary port in that van so we got mp3 players playing tunes and there's a little back alley right mm-hmm. there's a little back alley at this uh so like sober or is it a sober living home yeah, yeah the
0: meeting's at a sober living home yeah in the garage in the town, yeah. so
1: it, behind the house of the sober living there's a little alleyway with the garage and we drive up to pick up the rest of the guys and uh as we're pulling up, there's like the uh, my windows down, and I hear that we we, I'm sitting shoddy next to you while you're in you know in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. and we're loading people in the van and there's this drunken raging lunatic outside. So we were like
0: this this is this this is, what it was like from my perspective right there. Was, we drove up and we were just like dancing in our seats <laughs> and we we're just like and then like somebody's like. Yo, yo, turn it down, turn it down. And and, and I remember that, and, and then, then you turned it down. Yeah, and then and then I noticed the, the dude who was who was, out there getting crazy, but apparently it was like, it was like oh, a neighbor.
1: What? Is a neighbor who doesn't like people smoking out there. I'm Be- not even entirely sure that that was his issue,
0: dude. I think I think he was just drunk just, and a lunatic. He was a just lunatic. on a cheap one.
1: He was on a cheap. He was one, not
0: on that top shelf shit. It's
1: like he broke out a bottle of Zima from 1986, circa. <laughs> And he was just, I smelled alcohol on him from the van. Uh And he's just mouthing off like, he was like, fucking motherfucker, this is my alleyway, bitch. I don't need this shit up in here. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, fuck you guys, blasting your music, smoking your cigarettes. You get the, f- this is my alleyway. You don't do that shit in my alleyway.
0: Yeah, the fruit right when I turned it down, I was him like, right, he was saying it as it turned, He's like, turn it down, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh like, yeah. what, What's going on right now? Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. And so I'm like, oh, I, I thought he was a resident at the Sober Living Home, so I'm like, uh, you know, It's like, go talk to your people, eh? Yeah, what are your people? Yeah. What a better program, motherfucker. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I was about to say something, and then I smelled booze on him. I'm like, is this guy living at a sober living home getting drunk right now? Like, what the fuck? I was so confused. I am like, what's going on here? Checks out. And so then I hear someone mouth off back to him, like, no, this is my fucking alleyway. <laughs> and then that, that just, that set him the fuck off. Yeah, He's no. like, what? Come out, come out of that. Come over here and we'll see whose alleyway it is, motherfucker. An aforementioned
0: alley claimer climbs in the van and closes the door.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just, I stay quiet and now I'm staying observant because I'm like, all right, some shit's about to pop off right now and I'm just waiting for the first shot to get fired so I can assess what I'm going to do in the situation because I wanted to, I wanted to fight. I mean... I I I don't have drugs and adrenaline rush is a pretty is a great cheap one for me. That's more socially acceptable, not a hundred percent. I mean, just more it's socially pretty, acceptable than heroin know, and but, meth. Well, yeah, okay. So a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Getting
0: a scrap in a back alley is like just only the slightest bit more acceptable than heroin. I was meth like, is. for
1: a second, I was like, oh, dude, I can reclaim my glory days right now with a good little, because like, punching a drunk guy. Usually, can KO them pretty fast because the alcohol helps them fall asleep very fast once they get punched. But I was like, and it's a great rush, you know, getting that sense of power, playing superhero, and giving some good, swift justice right in their solar plex. Yeah, yeah, oh, and it's seeking validation for sure. It's getting it. It's like, I got that douchebag. He tried to mouth off to me, I'll show him. There's definitely
0: something about standing over
1: somebody you just knocked out. And I haven't done that very often, so that when I get the opportunity for that and play, you know, Superman, I'm like, ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. this is going to be good. I'm just, But I was, like, waiting for the tension to build, waiting for, like, like it was ripe in the oven, so I could, oh, but then I was like, all right, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, you know, old behavior, Brian, let's just, and so we load up in the van, and he's walking up to the van, and, uh, I'm like, he's going to hit the van. I know he's going to hit the van. Oh, you did? I knew it. I knew he was going to fucking hit the van because it happens every time. Every time someone's drunk and walking up to a car and mouthing off to someone in the car, nine times out of the ten, they punch the car, usually the window. But this guy, he doesn't have a closed fist. He's got an open palm, and he e-hondas his fucking hand through our window, and the window the the passenger back door window just shatters behind me and I feel broken glass spraying all over my back neck and I'm like I'm like the 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 conservative white Caucasian in me was like oh my god he he just broke that window that yeah, that was so rude you,
0: yeah you almost opened the door right there I think I, think I did almost, I I cracked it open I was like most of us most of us were ready to get out. Get out right Yeah, we were all ready to get out and jump this guy. It wasn't even like a macho thing because. It's just a reaction. In my mind, I was like, this fucker's going down, dude. There's like eight of us right now. You know, like there's no risk of losing this battle, right? I now. mean, we may like, catch a
1: few elbows and punches, but like we good. would dogpile on him and just beat the shit out of him.
0: Yeah, that guy would. That would have. That would have been bad for him. But like you said, it's like.
1: And crazy. I start mouthing. I'm like, Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> Do you see how many of us there are? we g- and then I stopped and I was like, I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, I really want to fuck this guy up right now, and I'm sure everyone did, because but like, and, and then. He, I was like, "Are you fucking serious right now, you fucking idiot?" And so then uh one I don't know who it was, it may have been someone from the house or something. He's like, "Just calm down, calm down." He's like, and they told us to drive away. And thank God we did drive away because in those moments, well, first of all, what what could have happened now that in now in hindsight, I'm like, we could have clocked him really good he could have went to sleep and his body could have fell back and he could have smacked his head on the fucking pavement and cracked his head open and been put in a coma and now how are we going to explain that to staff like yeah we beat the shit out of him and he's in a coma now like my bad i know it's not a good look for for this rehab but uh well he started it it.
0: probably would have been easy because we would have been like he attacked us he attacked, or he broke our fucking window, you know, like, yeah. like I think that's a pretty natural reaction. <laughs> but still,
1: them. could you see, like, the journalists in the headlines, you know, like, a bunch of rehab boys. A bunch of
0: junkies <laughs> filed out of a van and put this poor Latino fellow in a coma, and he's like, <laughs> might not make it.
1: <laughs> they could have put a spin on that real yeah. quick. So, yeah, we, we literally just, and, and then... Our friend, who's he's gonna be on the podcast, our friend, I'll say his name if he doesn't want me to say it, I'll cut it out MT, later. M.T., we'll
0: call him M.T. Oh,
1: yeah, he, he fucking, uh, he fucking is literally in the seat that's right next to this window, so glass, broken glass is flying all over him, broken glass cuts his arm, and he's like semi-bleeding a little bit out of his arm, and, and uh... And he said the funniest shit. Like we had to, we literally just helped staff file a police report and fill out an incident report.
0: Yeah. So so he gets a, he's 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 got this teeny little cut, but he's bleeding, and he cleaned it up, and he's just standing there while we're making the report, and he goes, "Man, I sure hope that guy gets in trouble. I really don't like him."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, he's like. A, I was like, I, I hope is that guy gonna get in trouble? I really hope he gets in trouble. I don't like him at all. Not one bit. Not one bit, <laughs> and I, I, that was just the funniest it's shit. A- I was like, what a perfect way to end an AA meeting than with a right? drunken lunatic punching out the window to a rehab van. It's just like, oh, and then us driving
0: away. It's like that's a good contrast right there from mm. a person who is in their disease and people who are not. You know, like or really who are like, re- yeah.
1: Yeah, we're not in we're a outsiders right looking now. in at, at our past, right, right? there. Right, yeah,
0: it's like we 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 got to do the right thing, even though maybe at the time the right thing might have felt like satisfying. Handling, you know, like like
1: oh, I mean, most of us grew up on streets, and that's how you, that's what you do. You weird. deal with shit in a physical aspect. We were
0: literally in an alley. Which
1: is like, where... That's the I, perfect environment exactly. for a brawl to, for, and a jumping to take place. And especially, like, he opened up the can of worms. He broke our fucking window. And our van window he, was literally I, was sitting in broken glass the whole ride home. I'm like, oh my... You know funny thought I just I had, had to laugh at the ride home.
0: I, I was... At one point, I thought, I was like, I wonder if I should ask him for his information. <laughs> 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 How would that go? Because I'm thinking about, like, fuck, I'm responsible for this fucking van. And, like... You know, I just, I did. This thought just crossed my mind.
1: Oh, I'm sure at, he would have given point, you his ID right away.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, he no. would have been like, "Yeah, okay, here you go. Here's, <laughs> here's my ID. Here's my insurance." Yeah, what if
1: he just snapped out of it and he's like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That was so wrong of me." He's like, "Here, please handcuff me, sir. Form yeah. a citizen's arrest." No. Can you give me a ride to jail? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I really immediately regret this decision.
1: <laughs> that I don't think in the history of ever that's happened, but that's alcohol. I got you. a
0: funny story when we get to it about about a girlfriend breaking my windshield where that Oh,
1: uh, let's hear it. There's no okay, time like so, the president.
0: So like the president? <laughs> yeah, I know, I just realized it said that Okay, so this is like the last relationship I was in and I was also Like, I became a full-blown drug addict in this, really, the whole thing was tangled up. So it was all, had pretty much gone bad by then. There's, like, all kinds of other crazy stories. But it was a common occurrence for us. I was living out of my car, and... Mm -hmm. What kind of car was it? It was a Toyota 2006 Toyota Corolla. Oh hell yeah. It's a good car but like for sleeping in your car and not being, that comfortable being a for tall guy? No. That was difficult. Yeah. But anyway, so it was a common occurrence for her to show up wherever the fuck I was. <laughs> and 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 just start some shit, you know, and like and whether like, she's drunk or not, she was never drunk during any of these things. That's well, the, she, that would have been maybe did a she do bit drugs like, though? Excuse. She didn't do like meth or heroin or that. She would she would like I I I actually started having her or I got her doing coke, <laughs> but before that it was she's just snorting like, coke. Yeah. Okay. Before that, it was just like your typical, she was young, so she was, like, 20 when I, when I met her, and I was 25, and then this is, like, two years later. Okay. And then, uh, so she's, like, 22, so she's just, like, partying like a normal person, you know? Yeah. And, um, uh, but then, yeah, no, during, during when this happened, she was, she was sober. I mean, maybe she's on some drugs, it would have chilled her out a little bit or something. (laughs) But, uh, so, she, so she'd already gotten me kicked out of, like, two places I was staying by showing up there and making a scene. Oh, my God. You know, and then she would do crazy shit. Like, she, like, took, she once took this little amp out of my car and just threw it down the street. And then she once took my, like, She hit you, you where it hurts. Yeah, she once took my rock star out of my hand and just threw it down the street. She <laughs> took a Pepsi I was drinking and dumped it in my lap. Like, she just was, like, it, 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 she threw temper tantrums all the time. And and so I'm at this this hotel where my friend has a room and that's like where I'm gonna stay that night and she starts doing this and this is what always would piss her off. So if you if you have a if you have a crazy girlfriend who, who who's got a temper, don't ever not get a temper also. Oh, that's just a recipe that for makes disaster. so much more mad. Oh, yeah. You know, but that's kind of my MO when it comes to that shit. So she, is, she starts yelling, and I'm like, look, if you're going to do this, like, I'm not going to participate right now. Yeah. You know? Like, if you want to, like, try to talk about some shit, then I'm down for that, but I'm not going to sit here and get yelled at, and I'm definitely not going to yell at you. You know, like, that's not... That's not my goal. I don't want to be doing that. It'll just yeah. I knew that that would just like make me mad. You know, it just make it makes the whole thing fucking worse when you start to yell. And so she couldn't not do that. She kept doing. It. I was like, I'm gonna just walk away. I'm you know, free you while you're talking to me. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do that to you right now. You know, I don't want to. But you're leaving me no choices. She keeps going. And so I start to walk into the hotel, and she's following me in there. Oh, yeah. Doing that shit. Oh, and yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I can't have her ruin this for me, too. You know? Like, I got to get her out of here. So I like, get in my <laughs> car, and then she gets in her car, and then we have this little car chase oh, my God. throughout this town that's south of here a little bit in this neighborhood, which I think I know better, mm-hmm. you know? And, and we're chasing each other around, and then she's, like, also, like, on the phone, and I'm just like, you just need to get the fuck out of here. Like, you just need to go home, So and she... you're going to call me in a half an hour saying how sorry you are and how crazy that was, because that's what always fucking
1: happens. So, wait, sh- while she's chasing you in the car, she's you're talking. To, up, she's yeah. talking to you on the phone, and you're trying to calm her down while she's chasing you. Yes. This is yes. awesome.
0: Right, so... <laughs> So I dip out into this little cul-de-sac that's like down a hill and kind of it's like and then I park and turn off my lights real quick and like hide underneath my fucking <laughs> steering wheel and then and then I see her like drive by I was like oh thank God I lost her she's like where the
1: fuck are you blah 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 blah. just
0: on <laughs> a sick one dude and and, and then and I was, you know it's like well you can, you know I lost you you can't find me now so just go home <laughs> just fucking go home yeah and then. I like hang up the phone and 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 uh, and then and then and then I see her come back around and she pulls in and I'm like, Oh shit because I'm like she like she like blocked my car with her car. Yeah. She gets out and she just has the look of like pure fury in her face, you know, oh, yeah. like just that that look like like if she had access to me right there, she was gonna kill me. But she didn't know where you were. Well, she, no, she just found me. Oh, God. So she just rolled up in her car and blocked my car with, so I couldn't drive away, you know, because I was, like, parked oh. on the side of the, the cul-de-sac. This is bad. She gets up out of her car, and she's just got this look on her face, smacks my window once on the driver's side, and then, and then she goes to the windshield, grabs my windshield wiper, rips it off <laughs> of my car, <laughs> oh, and God. then smacks my windshield with it, and it shatters what and then and then the funny thing happened because like it it what reminded me of it was what we were just talking about because she did that and then she had this other look on her face was like she was still pissed but at the same time she was like oh you know like she was was like like, oh i can't believe i did that yeah didn't mean to do that but she wasn't about to say that but then she just like you know, kind of, like, stormed off back to her car and then left after that. Thank God. Yeah, no, because I was like, did you seriously just fucking break my windshield with my own windshield wiper? (laughs) Like, you're fucking nuts. Like, I don't know what you want to happen right now, but, like, I mean, I just, like, threw up my my hands. I was like, what's next? Like, what do I, Yeah. like, I don't don't know. I don't know if I should have called the cops or what. I didn't. She never even paid me for that shit, dude. I had to fix it. How much it cost? Like three hundred bucks. Oh. Yeah, and I dude, I'm a junkie, and I don't have any money. So, <laughs> so it's you like, just had to ride around with the. I was way. sick, dude, for a while after that. You know, I didn't have no money. I was just, I was just. Oh, that's. Yeah, dude, and she, and then, she, and then, guess, then what she do? What calls me a half hour later? I'm so sorry, baby. Yeah, baby. That's that's yeah, just like, I just you know I'm sorry this this and that, and then and then she tells me how she feels, you know, and and, and at that point it's like. I, don't, care I, don't, I don't really give a shit right now, you know, like, like you can fuck off, you know, like, you can just, like, I don't even want to talk to you, like, yeah. just, you know, what? and she's like, well, alright, I'm like, yeah, go, go, go be by yourself, Eeyore, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed, you know, and it takes a lot to piss me off, yeah, you know? I'm not an angry person,
1: like Wait. I said, I, I wasn't even gonna argue with her when she was, well, sometimes crazy. females go, up, well, not all females, I'm not making a crash generalization, but the, some of the women I used to date, they would get that, that, that vengeful, like rage in them, and they would go after me where it hurt, and it was usually the things I, the material possessions I have, I loved and you know, I cherished the most because they knew like I'm gonna get him where it hurts the most. I'm gonna, ah, like I'm gonna make him feel what I'm feeling.
0: They're little emotion ninjas, man. They know like where the yeah. where the pressure. There, points some are some of more ruthless.
1: Yeah, they know like. Oh my god! Like it's crazy, and like I had a bad track record with with dating, just black belt crazy girls. <laughs> like level, it was insane. Like I karate, but she knows crazy? Yo, no, they did. I mean, they, they and they knew how to they knew how to flip the switch real quick. Like I've gotten stabbed by uh, girlfriends. I've been, they've tried to stab me. One tried to stab me with a heroin needle because she had hep C and she knew I didn't have it. So she tried to stab me with a needle and give me hep C. (laughs) And then one of my other girlfriends, uh, I was hiding her in my closet because I had just moved back into my parents' house and moved out of L.A. back to San Luis Obispo. And they are like, they're like, your girlfriend can't come. And I you had like, her in your
0: closet?
1: Well, she wasn't in the closet the whole time, but when I'd get a knock on the door my parents came out, they be like, hide in the closet! <laughs> That's so cute, dude. I, That's you know. like
0: some high school shit right there. I
1: know, and I was in my 20s. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And so, you know, I'd go out and eat dinner with my parents, and I'd be like, I'll bring you some bring you some dinner, don't worry. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go eat dinner, in my rest of dinner in my room, dude. And it was really for her. I was like, so stupid. And we were like, using and stuff. And so mm-hmm. while I'm eating dinner with my parents... She hacks my Facebook and starts going through all my uh, messages, no. and then sees that <laughs> no. gr- like other girls are messaging me and stuff, and which makes you guilty, right? Of course, even I mean, if
0: you're not talking to
1: them, just I was talking, talking. I I was the, I probably had flirted with a couple of. Uh, it was, yeah, but uh,
0: even if you hadn't, it would have probably still been the same. Oh yeah. Right?
1: So I mean, she's waiting for me in my room with like, like a razor blade. And it's like she's, of a horror movie. Yeah, she swipes me with the razor blade. It goes through my pants and cuts my thigh. And I'm like, oh my god. She and then the the inner conservative Caucasian straight white male comes like, Oh my god, she just she just cut me with a razor blade. I can't believe she did that. Call the police. <laughs> and so I had to like
0: There's an estranged female so I, I didn't like leg. Yeah,
1: I didn't I f- I didn't like get in a fight with her. I just held her arm from cutting me more, and I was like I was like, please can, can we just stop this? Let's, let's, let's have be, you
0: ever had to do that when, when, when your girlfriends get so nuts and you just have to like restrain them? Yeah, you have to do like the, the
1: bear. This, you do the bear hug and then you just do dead weight and then you just you're like, all right, we're going down
0: now. I always manage <laughs> to, to like, wait for them to calm down. I always managed. It was like I'm not gonna
1: get attacked.
0: And, and I always laughed at this in hindsight because it was just a funny process. But the when it's happened. I'd, ha- I'd, like, have to grab one wrist and spin them around so they're facing away from me, and then grab the other wrist so their arms are crossed. Yes, that's the move. Like that. but then and then, then you just hug like, them. And then they just sit there, and they're, like, like squirm and struggle. And then, and then it's you like, pull dead weight, and you, you just drop well, your it's weight. it's like they're a little kid, because eventually they give up. Like, <gasps>
1: <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> and you're, like, can I let go now? It's just, it's kind of cute. in hindsight. So you're like, that's, you know. Because I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to hit a woman. That's obviously mm-hmm. wrong. But yeah. it's like, yeah, that's the only thing you could do. Because they'll gouge your fucking eyes out and bite your neck. though dude, I've gotten bit. I've gotten stabbed. And all by, my, all by girlfriends at the time. Like, I guess, I mean, I tell these stories in the house. And people are like, wow, you, you're, you're insane, Brian. But,
0: I've been punched like five times in my life. By girls? No, just in general. <laughs> oh, okay. And this girlfriend I was just talking about is number two. Mm-hmm. It, it, it hit me the second hardest I've ever been hit. More before. than some guys. Most more than three other guys. Yeah, There's I've been only pu- one other person who's hit me harder than that, and it was it was like a boxer. Oh,
1: dude! Yeah, I've had girlfriends punch harder than yeah the times I've been punched by dudes. So. Girls
0: can tap into fury mode. Like these, have you ever? Yeah. They ever, they Hulk out, dude.
1: They're strong. Have it's you ever great. been in
0: jail? And then like this happened to me last time I was in jail. Like like almost every night, there was like a different chick somewhere down the hall.
1: In holding or what? In
0: holding, that was drunk as shit, mm-hmm. and just giving it everything she's got, dude. Banging just on the like walls and stuff. And just boom, 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 just like shaking the whole jail, kicking yep. the jail cell. Like, oh my tank. god! Like I, that 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 chick's got some some drunken <laughs> strength right now. Like oh, she's dear. almost making progress. Like she might bust out. Dude, <laughs> it was crazy. I was...
1: Alcohol it's not just the alcohol, it's it's also the the emotional fury.
0: See guys will do that and they'll like they'll like kick the door maybe like once or twice, like every like couple hours or something. But mm-hmm. these chicks just like did not let up. Like it was like hours of this. And everybody from all the different tanks are yelling, oh, "Shut the fuck up!"
1: Yeah, I'm and trying she's to fuck like, you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I. And when funny. I was in drug court, I would uh, they give you sanctions for the littlest of shit. If you're if you're late to a group. So we, it's two days, and 48 hours in jail. And if you're doing just two days in jail, they don't house you. You're in holding for two yeah, whole days. And sucks, if it's dude. on a weekend, because usually we'd have court for drug court on Friday, you turn yourself in on a Friday and you get out Saturday. So you're getting all the drunk people in there. I would see people who had just gotten stabbed or people who had just gotten car wrecks or like bleeding or just drunk people. And they'd be like, just like I was just like, oh my God. And I'm sober. And I'm in there for, like, getting a dilute on my drug test. I'm like, oh, my God, this is insane. Yeah, you're like,
0: just just house me, man. Just give me a bunk right they, now. And they wouldn't. They're like, you're getting out tomorrow.
1: Would you? I'm like, oh, shit. But, you know, that's funny. Your girlfriend's story reminded me of the last time a girl fucked up my car. And I haven't told this story on my podcast, but I was a guest on another podcast, uh, it's called Thoughts of a Relapsing Drug Addict and it's a really good podcast. Anyone listening, How check
0: intellectual.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a great yeah, it's a great title. Thoughts of a Relapsing Drug Addict. It's a great podcast, check it out. But I've been on there three or three or four times. And so I right the after it had happened, this incident occurred, I, I talked about it on there. But I mean, for anyone who hasn't heard it, I might as well tell it because it's a good one. But Let's uh, hear it. So I am I'm I'm graduated from uh, drug court, but I am doing DUI classes. I I, I had a drug DUI. Uh, I had totaled my Toyota Camry and Goleta. Uh, They had found cocaine and two syringes in the car. totaled my car. As is customary. Yeah. I fractured my (laughs) ribs. I had fluid in my lungs. I stayed at Cottage Hospital for a week. And, um, you know, I I, uh, was in and out of court for like a year or more like almost two years because they they took like six to eight months to even send me a court date and process me through the court system. So now I'm with, ai got a DUI attorney and we're extending the date because I'm in drug court. And I was like, I can't take this conviction while I'm in drug court because then that'll be a violation of my probation and then I, I won't graduate this program. So somehow the attorney managed to set it up so that as soon as I, graduated drug court, then I could start my, you know, take the conviction and start, uh, my three month DUI classes. So now I'm in these D I'm in doing these DUI classes and they can, you know, if you show up to DUI class fucked up, they can request a drug test. And if you refuse, uh, or that, uh, you'll, oh, they'll, they'll, you have to take a drug test. And if you fail, then they, you know, you violate and then they kick you out of DUI. And then you have to like, request to get put back in uh, DUI classes. So I think at once I'd shown up to the DUI class just super loaded on goofballs and they were like, you're high. And I'm like, yeah, I'm high.
0: Why do we always think they won't know?
1: Oh, and dude, I was like trying to make coffee and I was like spilling it everywhere. And they're like, you're fucking high, <laughs> dude. And I was like, yeah, I am pretty high. So then they're like, all right, we got to suspend you from the from the classes. Just, you know, uh, since you're we appreciate your honesty, we'll, we'll put in a request for you to re-enroll. So I had to wait to re-enroll. And then I re-enrolled. So I'm like, dude, I can't get high anymore. I don't want that to happen again. It's kind of expensive because then you have to pay for more classes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, and so then um, I'm abstaining from using drugs but i have i have drugs like i had this little safety net right which was always helping me get through withdrawal of heroin. So I'd have, like, a few Suboxone strips, right? I'd have some Xanax or some kind of Benzo to help me sleep at night. I had some Kratom, and I'd have some weed. So my little safety that, that, net...
0: You yeah, had that shit
1: figured out. Oh, yeah, I, I had perfected the art of the wean, Like, because I'm like, I know this is not going to feel good, so I'm going to cushion the fall of physical withdrawal. Mm. And it kind of rhymed, but... Duh, so, duh, duh. so I had already detoxed... And went through my physical withdrawal, and I had some leftover uh, Xanax, and I, I was was like I don't, normally I don't like Xanax. I'm like ugh, I, I want to be awake for my high. Okay. I but if I if I'm still like having post acute withdrawal and I'm like in, like having insomnia and can't sleep, I'll you know take one and help me sleep. Yeah. If I hadn't slept for days, so but I was just sitting on them because I was like yeah I don't really like Zan- Xanax bars, and so randomly uh, on Facebook I get a friend request from this girl. And we start chatting it up. She's from San Luis Obispo, and and she's like randomly. She's like, "You got any? You got? Can you get any uh, Zanny bars?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, I can. I have about eight of them in my uh, right now." And she was like, oh, "Oh, can I buy them off you? Blah blah blah." And I was like, "Yeah, I could use some money right now." So I I uh, I meet up with her. I'd never met this girl before ever, you know. I meet up with her, and um, she's. Uh, I meet her at, like, a Walmart parking lot, and uh, she's with her friend, and I'm, like, oh, I, I'm kind of, like, kind of paranoid. I'm, like, oh, this is weird. Uh, I'm trying to play it cool, like I'm this cool drug dealer, even though I'm, like, dude, I don't... I don't.
0: You're kicking. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm still kind of kicking. And I'm, like, oh, I was, like, all right. Uh, um, I was, like, all right, here's eight Zanny bars. I was, like, uh, I think I sold them for, like, $5 a piece or something. I don't know. And I was, like, here, um... I was like, don't take more than one. They're really strong. So she's like, okay, okay. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't want anything to happen from drugs I sold you. So just don't take more than one of them. And she's like, all right. And so I'm literally like, you know, two hours later, she messages me and she's like, I took all of them. Oh, and I'm, like, I'm like, are you, why? I told you not to do that. She's like, oh, I, I can. Like, That's why I did it. And I was like, <laughs> I She's like, I can handle it. So then we start hanging out, or we, we set up. She's she wants to hang out later, right? And uh, um, later that night, and so I'm like, uh, I, I we I eventually find out that she's letting someone stay at her house with uh, that I know. He's still an active addiction. He's kind of doing methadone program. Oh this or that
0: <laughs> kind of doing. My he's kind training. of on the methadone
1: program, but he's still using here and there, I guess.. Typical. And and, uh, and he's with his, his girlfriend and they uh, somehow like he, they have a kid together and they're homeless. and I'm like, oh my God, he has a kid now. This is fucking insane. Why Are you knew this person already? I used to buy dope off of them, uh, and I, I, and through talking to this girl I had just met, I found out that she's letting them crash in her bedroom at her house, and she lives with her parents, and she's apparently like a foster kid. She got adopted, and the and uh, she's like, yeah, come over and hang out. And so I can't do any of these drugs because I am getting in fear that I'm going to get drug tested. But I go over. And, and like, we're, I'm flirting with her a little, so I know, like, this is probably going to be a hookup thing, like, you know, one night stand or whatnot. Uh And, uh, so I go over there, and, uh, this dude is, like, they got, like, a little blanket on the floor, and they're hanging out with their kid, and I'm like, oh, this is really weird. (laughs) And... He had, he had missed his dose for the day for his methadone, and he's kicking. So, like, even before I get there, he's messaging me because he knows I'm going to come over. And he's like, dude, he's like, I got this Bluetooth speaker, man. It's a JBL Bluetooth speaker. You want to buy it, dude? He's like, dude, I missed my dose. I'm really sick. He's like, oh, he's like, 60 bucks, man, 60 bucks. It's a $180 speaker. And I was like, oh, really, I've been really wanting to get that exact speaker. I was like, oh, I was like... How about I come over and check it out or whatever? And uh, so I go over to check out this speaker and uh, we're testing it out. And, uh, you know, they're like smoking weed. And I think she was doing Coke or something. I don't know. She's all zannied out, you know? She's all getting, she loves cocaine and and benzos. So then, and she's kind of like this hippie chick. And uh, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And so uh, what ends up happening is, I'm making out with her on her bed, and uh, it's getting hot and heavy, and um, I'm like, I'm like I'm fucking horny, dude, and I don't like this guy because he's kind of a dick to, I he's kind of like skimmed me on on tar when I was using tar, so I'm just gonna start hooking up with this chick right in you know with him in the room with his <laughs> fucking girlfriend and baby, and he was just like. Which was, in hindsight, that was wrong, obviously. There was a child present. An infant. You know, so they... Wow. So, yeah, so they leave. They're like, they're like, I guess we're going to go in the car, go drive somewhere. And she... she said, I, yeah, I, go
0: do that. And <laughs> she's like, yeah,
1: like, I haven't... She, she was, like, thinking, I haven't gotten laid in a long time, and I want to take advantage of this opportunity. I'm letting you crash in my house. You know, so they leave, and I have amazing sex with this girl, and... Uh, that's that, and then the next day, I, I never buy the Bluetooth speaker, and he's getting more and more sick, and, because uh, I think he had missed his dose again, he probably slept past 11 or something, and he was like, come on, man, 40 bucks, just 40, <laughs> and so, like, I was like, oh, he's getting sicker and sicker, I, I wanted to see how low he would go with the price, so, you know, every few he hours, he's like, oh. he's, like, he's like, I'll sell it for 20 bucks, we gotta buy it right now! <laughs> and, uh, and then, you're like you don't got anybody else do we Mean right now and i, I didn't even have any money i was like so finally <laughs> i was like you know what i don't really have any money and i i i, I, I can't buy it <laughs> so he's just like fuck man and i wanted to see if he went any lower like five bucks but yeah he, 180 five dollars No, like, (laughs) and I could have done like a side job or like, or something to make the money. I was just too lazy. I was like, "Ah, dude, I I don't care. I don't care. I was was like, I was thinking, you know what? This is on my Christmas wish list. I'm probably going to get it for Christmas. It's coming up anyway. I'd rather just get a brand new one. So (laughs) yeah, I kind of just like, I was kind of a dick. Would you
0: have helped him out though, if you could have, if you had the money? Just knowing he was sick.
1: I don't know. He He's kind of a dick, so maybe I would have. Maybe I would just made it squirm anymore. I mean, I, I kind of get this, when I first get clean, I have this, like, asshole, like, you know, like, witty, dickhead, like, mm. charisma about me where I'm like, oh, yeah, you burned me that one time, so this is the perfect opportunity you to, know, like, stick it to you. I'll
0: never need you again.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I start hanging out with this girl, like, just me and her. Eventually, she kicks those that couple out because they're mooching off of her all the time and so I go over to her house her parents are filthy or her foster parents are filthy rich they live in the huge the biggest mansion I've ever seen it her her foster dad's like three Porsches and she's almost at like it's almost like a guest house that she lives in so like she we get away with doing whatever and, and every now and then like you know, as long as I don't show up loaded to DUI classes, I can usually get away with it and not get, they won't notice and I get, not get tested. So, like, yeah. she loves cocaine and she loves to smoke weed. And so I'm, like, she's always offering me cocaine. So I'm, like, and I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to go to NA meetings and get a sponsor <laughs> and practice the steps. And I'm, like, but well, I'm, like, dude, this girl would literally, like, be, like, and she just got, her her foster parents just bought her, like, a car. Or like an SUV Man. thing, and she's like, she's like, I got my car. She's like, you. She's like, I want to hang out. And She's getting like, she's like falling for me. Like, and I was like, I thought this was just a one night stand. Like, because I told her in the beginning, I was like, I'll hook up with you, but I'm just letting you know I'm not intending for this to lead into a relationship. Like, I got some issues. My last ex was like insane, so. I'm just trying to do my own thing, but, it, like, I'll hook up with you, but just know, like, we're not going to be boyfriend-girlfriends. Meanwhile, so. she's in the corner, like, we'll see
0: about that. Ex- <laughs> exactly.
1: So, and so she would text me or message me, be like, I want to hang out, can I bring you some in and out and cocaine? <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a very strange combination, yeah. <laughs> but... I mean I guess I'll eat the in and out Surprising, first and then yeah. do the cocaine.
0: Yeah, I'm down for both of those though.
1: And so yeah, she would come over and always have cocaine. And so I was like, Well, I'm a junkie. Like, if I'm gonna do this cocaine, I'm gonna shoot it up. Sorry. I don't like getting a runny nose and it just I it's like once you once you get I was mm-hmm. like you're addicted to the needle yeah. after a while. It's like if you can shoot fixation. it up yeah. if you can shoot it up. I if I can shoot it up, I'm going to. Whether that be cocaine, anything, meth, if heroin, you can put it
0: in a rig. MDMA. I've shot rig. up MDMA
1: before, like right. you know. So I was like, I'm banging cocaine, and, and it's like now I'm just like constantly stabbing my arm because it's like it wears off really fast, and then like the high, the rush, and the high is just you want to keep feeding the monkey, and you just I just I'd get bruises on my arms, and then I'd be having weird. You know, I'd wake up at night and she'd be like sucking my dick and I'd be like, oh my God, she's like, this is like, she loves the cock. Well, I was like, oh my God, she's, she's taking advantage of me. I was like, and then I look at my penis like, how could you do this? We're trying to sleep. <laughs> like, you're just enabling this girl. He's like, what do you think I do while you sleep all night? <laughs> yes, that's that's <laughs> true. my attention. Oh my God, I, one time. And this is completely unrelated a story
0: within a story. Yeah, related. one
1: time i I let this girl that I, I, I we hooked up on and off, but we we were a, uh, I let her crash at my house, I snuck her into my room. And in her sleep, she starts jerking me off. She sleep jerked me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, That's the next thing I guess it was it was the first for me. And then wow. the next morning I'm like, do you know you tried to jerk me off in your sleep?" And she's like, no, I didn't. I was like, you were literally snoring and stroking my dick for like, a good two minutes. And then you went, out uh, she's like, oh my God. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I've probably done that a few times. And I'm like,
0: dude, oh. what if, what if both of you, like, what if people like sleep fucked and they woke I'm, up and didn't know that they fucked each other in the
1: middle of the night? That could be a recipe for a disaster. <laughs> recipe. But so anyway, back to the story is like, I start hanging out with this girl more, but she always wants to do cocaine. And so I'm like, dude, and plus she's getting really clingy and really insane. So now she's like, oh, I'm having a bad day with my parents. Can I come over? And I'm like, no,
0: no, you can't.
1: not give you enough money today or something? (laughs) Or what do you mean? I know, (laughs) because she would always have money. And so, but plus I would like, I would totally manipulate the situation. Because if I had a big craving to do dope, I'd be like, I'd be like, you know what? You need to buy me heroin right now. Or else I'd oh just... like I'd be like I'm I was like I was like, I'm gonna relapse. He'd be like, No, don't relapse, it's gonna be bad. Don't do heroin. I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I don't even remember what I said to convince her to buy me heroin, but a couple times I convinced we her. You do good at it, dude. Yeah, dude. i
0: She's, like. I, manipulation. Oh, dude. Manipulation our station. Yeah, yeah.
1: I knew. And so, because I knew she started to like it. And this is wrong, obviously, in hindsight. This is stupid. I mean, that was really wrong of me. I was taking advantage of this girl. But she started to get really clingy and really crazy. So she would just start showing up at my house uninvited. And it's like Thanksgiving week. I have all these outside family visiting, and then she just shows up crying like, where is Brian there? And I'm like, you can't just show up at my house uninvited. That's not cool. My, You're like, hi, first of all. My parents like... so now I'm like, oh, what am I going to do about this girl? She And now she starts thinking we're, we're dating. Like she starts saying to other people, we're in a relationship. And I'm like, uh, did we not have this conversation where I said, but it's like, I mean, obviously I played the role.
0: beyond that point now, you know? Like, yeah. She clearly does not care about that. <laughs>
1: no. Uh, so apparently we're dating uh, even, so I'm like, oh my God, I have to do something about this because it's getting crazier and crazier. And plus, I'm trying to stay clean, but it's really hard when she's like, always has drugs to bring.
0: Oh, shit.
1: So I'm like, fuck, I got to do something about this. So uh, I end up talking to one of my friends uh, online. Uh, who was I talking to? um, about the situation. I was talking to, um, I was talking to my friend and I'm like, I don't know what to do about this. This chick is like stalking me. I don't know what to do. And she's like, uh, she's like, you need to write her a letter and send it to her on messenger saying, you know, I need to focus on myself. And she even typed it out for me. She typed out this whole letter that was not malicious or, or not like, uh, you know degrading it was like super sincere and genuine like you know i can't have you in my life i had a lot of fun with you but i just need to uh, not be around you and so i copied it and pasted it and sent it to her and then blocked her on facebook right oh no and so i'm like okay cool and so i talked to gabby a little more on facebook and, and then I, I i'm getting ready for bed it's like 11 11 at night i sent i sent it at like 10 30 11 let i i swear to you literally less than an hour later i hear her pounding outside my bedroom window she's 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 drunk uh <laughs> and f- on something and i think she was on some kind of antipsychotic medication because i would see like ziploc bags of prescription bottles in her room, so I'm like, oh god, that was also like a red flag, like oh she's on a lot of meds, like, and I, and I think one of the I forget which med she was taking, but I I I heard that a side effect or if you mix it with alcohol, it can make them super aggressive and get blackouts and stuff. So she's drunk outside of my window and she's pounding on the window like Brian <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, oh shit, I was like, oh my god. Again. <laughs> You're
0: like hiding me under your bike like
1: oh fuck, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> didn't fucking work, man. She's here now. <laughs> I know. She's in Gabby's in another time zone. She's probably asleep or something, so I'm like, Oh oh no. And then and once again the conservative straight white male comes with, Oh my god, what am I going to do? This crazy girl outside my window. Damn, so she's so She's she's pounding on the window screaming my name and I have neighbors literally right. Like, uh, th- where my window is, it's to the side of the house, so our neighbors are right there. And I'm like, oh, what if my parents hear her? Like, what? This is not a good look for me, bro. Wow. You know? So I'm like, I'm like, and I don't even open the, the, the blinds to see through the window, because I'm like, I do not want to see the look in her eyes or the Crazy on her face, because that will haunt me forever. Like it's nighttime, she's probably looking really like scary, and. Uh, and you're probably thinking like maybe if I stay still and make no noise, she'll go away. <laughs> oh well, my car was parked out there, so she knew I was there. I had a uh, this two thousand VW Passat that I still have, and so. I'm like, you need to. Leave. I'm. Ta- I'm not even opening the window. I'm like, you need to leave. You can't be here. You're causing a scene, and you're being loud and disrupting my neighbors. Like, you have to go. And she's like, no. You let me in right now. Let me in. And I'm like, no. Get out of here. You just get out of here. Get out of here. Just you get out of here. <laughs> and so, uh, well, get. Finally, I'm like, I'm like, what can I say to get her to leave? And I, and I, look, I've never called the cops ever so i'm like uh i'm like maybe if i tell her i'm gonna call the cops she'll leave so i'm like i'm gonna call the cops i swear i'll call do it i'm calling right now and I'm not even opening the door. She can't see through the fucking the shades and stuff. And I'm like, I'm calling him. And somehow I'm pretending like to dial the cops, but I'm just pressing random buttons on my phone. <laughs> and and wh- in doing so, I accidentally Skype call my friend Jessica. And she sees me freaking out, talking to a, a closed by <laughs> window. I'm like, I'll call the cops. You need to leave. And she's like, No, fuck you, you asshole. Let me in. And I'm like, Just go, just go. And finally, she turns around. She punches my window and it just is like <laughs> punches my fucking and it's a dual pane window. She punches that shit. That's I'm like, what
0: I'm saying, dude. Girls should go
1: hold out. she went... Yeah, she hulked out and Bruce lead my fucking window. <laughs> and I'm like... oh, And then I am like, I get really Caucasian and I'm like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. She punched my window. My security is currently threatened. Yeah. This is a... Th- security threat level has reached orange. Be addressed immediately. Yeah. It's DEF CON 5 up in this bitch. So she punches the window and she leaves and I'm like... I'm like, oh, thank God that's over. And, uh... The girl Jessica who I had accidentally but not uh, like accidentally skyped, she's like, What the fuck is going on? And I'm like, This crazy girl punched my window. Why'd you call me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need help right now. Someone help me. And so I'm like, oh dude, what if she fucked up my car? Like she could have gone to the car. <laughs> and so I look and I peek out through the front window of my house and I'm like, okay, she's gone. My car looks like it's intact. So looks like there's no damage. So i I'll just, I'm going to bed. So, you know, I I cry myself to sleep, you know. And the next morning, I'm like, I better check out and see if she damaged my car. And I go out to see, you know, assess my car. And I look. She had ripped my front license plate clean off. And she literally, like, folded this metal license plate. Oh, my God. With her fucking brute strength, she folded this license plate into like an origami crane almost, <laughs> and just left it for me on my windshield on the outside. And I'm like, I'm like, well, that's very talented. Like, I prob- also terrified. Prob- yeah. <laughs> oh, and she also karate chopped my side mirror, my driver's side mirror, clean off, and it's hanging by the the wire. Dude, this so, chick is a badass. Yeah, she is. So now I'm like, oh Jesus. And now I'm like, oh. So now. You know, I have to explain to my parents, like, oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, oh, and her nickname was $20 Girl. What? Yeah, we I deemed her the nickname uh, the $20 Girl because at one point when, you know, she'd be like, She'd be like, come over and fuck me, and I'll give you $20 gas money. So, <laughs> <laughs> I nicknamed her $20 girl. I was like... You were the $20 boy, dude. That's yeah. what
0: that was. I know. I, were, I, were, I, I totally
1: were. prostituted myself, yeah. I guess. I mean, I I, I was like, $20? I, mean, I was like, I kind of don't want to get up, but $20 is $20. Like, fuck. So, uh, anyway, so... You know, she's harassing me on other social medias that I haven't blocked her on yet, like Instagram. And then I block blocked her on Instagram, and then she'd fucking, you know, f- find my email, and she, so I'd literally had to block. And then she'd find my freaking, you know, my Snapchat, and I was just like, oh my god, this is. And then she'd make a new new account. Yep. So I'd have to block that account. I was like, oh my god, this is insane. So. Finally, uh, I'm like, I need to do something about this. Like, I'm not paying for these damages. Her family's rich. Yeah. And so uh, I, I take a few days to, you know, to just just to take in everything that's happened, and I finally get a hold of her somehow. Oh, I call her on a different phone number. I, I borrow my friend's phone, and I get a hold of her. I'm like, uh. I was like, okay. Uh, oh, and in the process, I, I tell one of my other friends, uh, I tell her, like, what happened, and she was like, she's like, who is this girl? And I, I tell her her name. She looks up, like, this is literally like a day or two later. She types her name in the search bar out and San Luis Obispo County Jail's website. And lo, lo and behold, she's in custody. Oh, whoa. And her charges were, she had like five different convictions. She had a, a drunken public. She had a, a myriad of different... Uh, Drunk and disorderly, uh, resisting arrest, and assault assault on a peace officer. So apparently she was either driving, drunk, or like... was, it was ju-
0: probably that same night. One of your neighbors probably called the cops on her and they found her.
1: Yeah, I think they might have. And so... She just threw a
0: fit with them. So she
1: got pulled over by the cops either that night or the night after and got in a fight with the cops and she had assault on a peace officer that's like she had two felonies and like two, three misdemeanors on there oh, amongst shit. the many things i think i screenshotted it i was like wow that's impressive <laughs> so she's like yeah she's in jail right now and so i'm like wow her parents are probably about to she's never been arrested a day in her life and she's always pride herself like i'm never gonna get arrested i'm too good for that i'm too smart for that and I'm until like, she met boba ball Yeah. God. (laughs) That's all it took. (laughs) Dude, I know. And and it's fucked because like I used to have this reputation where people are like, Oh Brian, your sexual escapades, women are never the same after meeting you and I'm like, I didn't I didn't want this to happen. This is not my fault. But I mean I played a role in that, but uh in hindsight. But so now I call her like three or four days later and I'm like, Hey, what's up? Uh you kind of need to pay for these damages to my car and my window, and I was like, I was like, I I forget exactly how the conversation went, but it was the did same she thing. Do like, it. This is what happened. So, so so she was, she did the same thing your your girl did. She starts crying like I'm so sorry to me for that to happen and blah, 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 blah. I, I was blacked out, I was blacked out, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, and you're like, I know. <laughs> I was like, I forget what bullshit I made up, but I I, I definitely didn't, I, I definitely stretched the truth as to why I blocked her or something, and so now I was like, well, yeah, now we can't be together because my parents hate you, so I kind of <laughs> used, the, shoved that excuse in front of why, because I, I was like, dude, I was so bad at breakups, but she was like, She's like, oh, my God, tell your parents I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, you need to pay for these damages because uh, I can't. I'm not working right now. And plus, you did it. Uh, so yeah. And my parents literally made me file a police report, which did nothing. The police don't give a shit. Dude, no, they suck. The police don't do shit. Yeah. And, and so I was like, well, that's not going to do anything. But I just did it to appease my parents because I'm, like, in and out of relapse. So I'm trying to do whatever to, like, keep them off my back. So I was like, alright whatever, I'll follow our police report. As long as you don't just don't catch me fucking getting high, I guess. So uh, <laughs> please don't catch me getting high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do <laughs> that. I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> File a police report pur- against my this crazy stalker? Alright, whatever. Just let me keep getting loaded. Who was apparently my girlfriend? <laughs> Who was apparently my girlfriend, yeah. So then I get a call let me in, huh? We're you guys. What's that? And you, why do you guys let me in? Oh, you're locked out? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? What do you <laughs> Alright, here, let me pause. A few moments later... All right, sorry about that, you guys. Our friend Hammer was locked out of rehab, so we had to let him back in. <laughs> that was random. It sucks when you get locked out of rehab. I was kind of scared. I thought Hammer was going to murder us for being I loud know, or something. Dude, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> Hammer's outside the counseling I window.
0: Huh? I didn't even know it was him at first. I thought it was, like, some random homeless person. <laughs> like, oh, shit.
1: Hey, things, things happen like Run for your that. life. Okay, so where were we at this story? Okay, so, you know, she's like... I guess, talking to her mom about the situation. I mean, her, her parents bailed her out of jail, and they're probably already upset with her, you know. Uh, and so I get Did a... Did you co- ever meet her parents? Yeah, I was cool with her parents. Like, and it, it was crazy, because, like, you know, she would have, like, different drugs and stuff, and I was like, I'd be like, oh, let me have some. Like, one time she had a, she had a pookie that had all this... Uh, In the bulb, there was still a bunch of meth in it, and I was like, yeah, let me go...
0: So she fucked around with that shit, too?
1: Yeah, I mean, she didn't really, but I guess she had some, and I was like, let me get some of that, and, uh, uh... I went into her bathroom. This is so fucking... Let me
0: funny. rinse out your Pookie. <laughs> Dude,
1: this is so <laughs> embarrassing, but I had uh, all these uh, old uh, syringes, and all the all the needles were, like, broken off.
0: Oh, you boofed it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, 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 I filled the, the Pookie with some water, and I shook it up so it dissolved, and then I boofed it in her bathroom, and then I was like, oh, all right, this feels pretty good. Yeah. Like, I think I had some heroin, too, so I boofed a goofball. But yeah. Boof to goofball. Boof to goof. <laughs> I got so,
0: goofy and boofed it.
1: so so up to this point, I get a call on my phone. It's this girl's mom. It's, it's $20 girl's mom. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, you know, you need to leave my daughter alone. I'm like, your daughter needs to leave me alone. Yeah, excuse like, me. She's showing up at my house punching windows and shit. And she's like, oh, well, guess what? She doesn't have any money, and I'm not going to pay for it. So there. And I was like, um. You're oh, like, she always has at least $20. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's funny. So then I'm like, okay, uh, lady, first of all, you know, if you want me to take this to a small claims court, we can totally do that. Like I don't mind taking you to court over you this. Step in the ring, go toe to and toe she's with like, me. She's like, she's like, yeah, you're gonna pay. You're not gonna pay money to go to take me to court for a for uh, the twenty dollar window or something. And I'm like, uh, that's a dual pane window. You don't know what kind of house I live in. First of all, second of all, there's damages to my car. I was like. I was like you, you was like I don't I was like lady I don't need to hire an attorney to take you small claims court I was, I'll tap dance around court with you all day I was like I because I, I, I dude I'm no I'm no newcomer to the judicial system I've been going to drug like in drug court you actually have to go to court every Friday and talk to a yeah. judge so like I kind of know the court system. I'm the ins and outs I was like I was like lady I would love to tap dance around you all day in court I was like I was like and just for your information, I have just... I I know that she just got an assault on a peace officer charge no less than a day after this incident. So I'm sure that would look great in front of a judge right now. You know, and she was just like... Bah, 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 bah. And so uh, she's like, well, fine, then just get an estimate and send it to me. And I'll... And I'll... Uh, and then I'll just pay for it. Bah. Are I'll, you talking to her, like, on the phone? Yeah, on the okay. phone. So... Finally, you know. I guess long story short, you know, because she she was trying to scare me into like thinking, oh, that, they're not, they're not going to do that, and I'm not going to pay for it, and you're that's the, and so I was like, no, no, I'll take you to court. If I was like, if you want to take, if you want this to go go into the court, I was like, it's not going to look good on you. It's going to be a bad rep for you, and plus, I'm going to win anyway. Like, look at all the charges she just got. She's yeah. literally like, you just bail her out of jail, so. Basically, I got an estimate. My mechanic got an estimate on the car, and we got an estimate on the window, and uh, you know, um, we got the window fixed, and then uh, my they sent my parents the money, and I'm like, okay, I was like, how can I, how can I kill two birds with one stone here? So
0: get get pick up with that. With
1: that money or no? Well, check this out. That 2000 VW Passat, they don't even make side mirrors for them anymore. You'd have to order it from Germany or some shit. So it was going to be like four or five hundred bucks for the parts and labor. And I'm like, uh, and by then I'm it, I'm back into relapse mode. I'm hanging out with like one of my friends and we're and like, I'm driving them around to sell dope and I'm like all goofballed out and I'm telling uh, my friend the situation and she's like, oh. Why don't we just talk to so and so who has a junkyard up in uh, Paso? I bet they have. I'll ask him if they have cars all over the place. Turns out, this this tweaker who lives in, in a in a junkyard, they have the same make, and same model, same year, same color, even of my car. So for a clean forty five bucks, I get a, a practically brand new side mirror. That's the same color. And then my tweaker ass YouTube's how to fucking replace it myself popping off the yeah. little door panel and I get some tools and I I install it myself so I so for with like you know five, six hundred bucks uh that we would have taken to like do it legit I tweakered that shit out myself for $45 and then with the remainder of the money I bought a new iPhone 8 plus oh, and it uh, spent it all on dope I I yeah well, by that time, I was, like, practically getting an intervention with my parents. And, like, I knew I was, like, dude, like, I, I, no, right before that intervention, I was supposed to get an ankle monitor put on for that DUI because I had done the three months DUI classes. I, I, I spent, like, fucking over $2,000 for DUI classes. So I did that, and they were going to give me, um, like, 45 days community service. But then when I got to the sheriff's department, it's called SWAP. Uh, it was in Santa Maria, which is technically Santa Barbara County. And the sheriff at the SWAT program was like, oh, we're well, you know, I know the judge referred community service, but we want to give you house arrest. So I guess the, how it, it worked out, like 45 days community service equates to like 19 days house arrest. So oh. you know, I paid the $50 copay and I pick a date for house arrest to get an ankle monitor. But the thing was is, um, you know, uh, When you go in to get an ankle monitor, you have to provide a clean drug test. So I was never able to stay clean long enough to to be clean by the date. I'd always be like, oh, and I was always paranoid, like, oh, my God, if I test dirty for this ankle monitor, they're going to just throw me in jail. Mm -hmm. So I'd always call and be like, can we extend the date? Can we extend the date? And I did that like three or four times. Finally, they're like, yeah, you run out of extensions. You need to go back to court in Santa Barbara and to ask the judge for an extension. So then I'm like, oh shit. So then by then I had gotten an inner, you know, I was so strung out and my parents had given me an intervention. They're like, you need to go to rehab. So I went to the courts and uh, I was like, yeah, I, I haven't got, gotten- they're like, why haven't you gotten an ankle monitor? And I'm like, well, because I'm changing residence. I'm changing like where I'm living and I- I'm moving into the oh, hot, 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 And they're like, oh, okay. They, they love, Oh, I can't say that. I got to cut that out. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to this inpatient place. And they're like, it's the the inpatient we're at in this county's got great a great reputation with the, with the courts and the judges. So they're like, "Oh, yeah, we love that place. There it's a really good program." So then instead, and so instead of doing 19 days house arrest cuz I couldn't stay clean uh, long enough to provide clean urine, I I I just said I'll do a 12-month program. And literally the the day uh I had to drive back to court and provide pr- like paperwork showing I was going into there because I, I you know I got a call from the board of directors here saying I got accepted and like because I was like well what am I gonna tell the judge like I haven't gotten accepted yet blah 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 and then I get a call saying yeah yeah when can you come in It's showtime yeah it's showtime yeah and uh and you know what's funny is uh they were like, the board of directors was like, when's the last time you did any drugs? And I was like, I was like, I'm, I haven't done any heroin, but uh, I did meth a couple days ago. And he's like, yeah. right? so he's like, he's like, okay, well, you know, uh, we'll set the date for seven days from now. Don't do any more meth, obviously. And then, uh, you can, you know, pr- cause we had to, I had to provide a clean test when I, to get admitted yeah. in here. So then he was like, all right, seven days from now, I'll come and we'll do it. So then I'm like, okay. And they, they drafted up paperwork to give to the judge showing I was getting in. So I was like, all right, sweet. And literally, uh, like the night or the, the second night before I was supposed to come here, my friend's banging on the, my bedroom window again, the fixed window this time. He was, he's like on the run he had just gotten kicked out of this very program, and uh, he's on the run, and he's he's like had, uh, he was like trying to get take a, a Greyhound or a train out of state to like hide out because it was court ordered to be here, and he's looking at like, you know, like maybe three with half, you know, jail time, so he I, I was like, alright, I'll let you crash at my house, and he's got a safe a digital safe and I'm literally recording a podcast in my studio with a friend and I hear the boop, 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 boop of the safe and it pops open and then I'm like in my back of my head while I'm recording a podcast like this motherfucker's got drugs he's like he's got, he really thinks I'm going to let him crash in my house and he's not going to give me any of those drugs <laughs> he's going to give me some drugs I'm getting some drugs he's giving you room and board motherfucker so then oh, this is your... I literally relapse on heroin and meth and then I had to call here and be like uh, I relapsed yeah, and get back in.
0: Because the week that I came in to do that interview, let me think. Were you clean by then? Yes. Well, okay, so I came and I did. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, because I came in for an interv- interview once. Mm-hmm. And then I, I. And then. They were like, they were doing the keep calling me every day thing. And then I relapsed or no, no, I came and did the interview and he was in, and I had a pending court date. Oh, okay. And, and he was like, you got to deal with that first, uh-huh. you know, and then, and then let me know. He said, call me every day though. In the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I had just, this is the dumb thing. It's like, I do this all the time. All I like, get almost all the way through kicking and then I'll use again. And then like once or twice, and then I'll go to kick again. Yeah, I'll do that like s- over and over shit. again. So, like the day before my court date, I'm like I'm like up all night tweaking over this 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 AutoCAD drawing I have to finish for work. Yeah. And uh, and and that was just a fucking bad night, dude. Like I did, but I mean, in a lot of ways. But anyway, like I end up showing up to court, all picked out. Oh. And, and, and and just loaded his shit, and the judge is like, this motherfucker is high as shit. <laughs> Remand that asshole. You're going to jail for 21 days. What? Yeah, and for a dry out, and, and uh, that's what happened. They, like, rushed me out of there, too. He's like, he's like take him out of here. Because the lawyer's like, wait, wait, wait. You know, like, this is blah, 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 you know. This is, I was going to, you know, the stupid thing is, is, is I, the, the charges that got dropped already. Yeah. Cause it was a bullshit charge. I wasn't even there for a drug charge. I was there for this, through this. It was just stupid. It was something that should have been like, obviously no, like, like I shouldn't have been getting in trouble for this. It was like, it was like misappropriation of lost property. Cause I had somebody else's ID in my wallet. I didn't steal this ID. I didn't even use it to do anything. I just had it, and they saw it when they, at one point when they were asking me for my ID. But anyway, the charge got dropped, because it was done. But I was on informal pro- probation, so, so I had to go to court for a probation violation hearing. So I, didn't, I wasn't going to oh, have the records. and then they violated And me. you being a drug addict doesn't so, help matters. So I show up to court, and I'm loaded, and... And, and this guy's just talking about that. The judge is, like, all on that shit. Um, and, and, and the lawyer's just like, don't say anything. I'm going to talk to him, you know, like, he's, the whole time he's telling me that. Yeah. But then he, the judge starts going off, and I'm just, I just want to tell him, like, dude, this, like, we're not here for this. Yeah. You know, like, like and, he try- and he uses this whole me being high in court thing. As uh, to and then he violates my probation for that for that charge just because I was high, which had nothing to fucking do with the charge. Oh,
1: dude! But then he was
0: pissed, dude. He was just like, he, he kind of said that he's like, how dare you show up to my courtroom all loaded? And cause <laughs> I was like, I was like doing this, you know, like, nodding out, kind of, kind of halfway nodding out, halfway noodle grooving. Oh, it was sweet. bad news, and it's so funny because like they took they took me to jail, and then I was supposed to go to. Uh, I went to court like like three times in that twenty one days and then I I'm one of the other times I went to court the 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 guy didn't even like like when he was walking me across the street mm-hmm. he was like you were the one who's super high in court huh <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even there they like, they were just talking about it and I was like yeah yeah <laughs> that was me oh, he's like that true. was dumb wasn't it. But then, so, anyway, I think when I saw you, yeah, because I was with my grandma, so that was after I'd gone to jail. Your grandma
1: was there, too? That was my grandma that I was with. I didn't even see you with the grandma. I was fucking low. I must have been super high. That's the grandma that just died. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, she was sitting right there. Holy and shit.
0: I, uh, um... So like technically, like I if if I didn't have this court thing happen, I would have been in here before you were, but that happened, and so I had to wait a whole and that's how come that's I have like a, I have almost like a I have like a month on to, of clean time on top of how long I've been here. Because yeah. Because I was in jail. And, and that's was, funny
1: because if I didn't relapse, then I would have been in here before Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, one time it's I was funny in. Funny how things work out. Yeah, one time I was. uh. I was in court in San Luis for a bullshit charge. Well, it wasn't bullshit. It was a possession charge, but it was a misdemeanor. I, I was with my friend Donnie, who he's pa- he's passed away now. He had MRSA, but I'm with my friend Donnie and my the the one of the girlfriends that tried to stab me, and we're I'm like, dude. I was like, I don't want to fucking try and sneak both of you into my house to do this ish. I was like, well, I'm going to park in front of this Walmart Marshall's place and I'm going to do it right here. So I'm trying to cook up and draw it up and blah, blah, blah And a cop just pulls up right oh, behind no. me and he's like, he's like, roll down the window and I'm like, and I'm like fidgeting trying to hide my hype kit and he's like, Stop fidgeting, you up in the door. And I was like, fuck, how am I going to shoot up this ish? And I, I just squirted it into the ground.
0: Oh. I was, I was so
1: defeated. I was like, so I got, instead of busted for drugs, I just got like, you know, a paraphernalia charge. But so I, I go to court for that, and I had been, I was loaded, and I had been up all night, so I was tired. You know, I was doing heroin and meth, and so I'm nodding out in the... Just
0: looking like Gollum from Lord of the Rings.
1: I'm just nodding out in the courtroom. I'm trying to stay awake, but it's like, it's hard to fight off a nod when you've been up for days. So then, like... Especially in a boring-ass courtroom. Yeah, courtroom's boring, and they're calling everyone else up except me. <laughs> I'm like, well, just let me do... I want to just leave and get high again, okay? <laughs> yeah. So then, uh the, the, uh, the judge goes and takes a little <laughs> break, a bathroom break, and so then the, uh... The whatever the cop that sits and stands in the courtroom, he, bailiff. the bailiff, yeah. he he uh, he calls. He's like, "Here, come outside. I want to talk to you." And he's like, "He's like, what are you doing, man?" He's like, "What are you doing? You're you're fucking high. Why are you fucking high in my courtroom?" And I'm like, "I'm not high. <laughs> I'm not high. I'm a college student. First of all, I was up all night studying for midterms, and I'm tired. Okay." You're like. Not doing a very good job of, like, <laughs> dissuading him right
0: there for not being high. He's like... College student, up all night. He's like, well, you're for sure high.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I was actually enrolled in college. I was taking two classes.
0: College kids do drugs, dude. Oh, I was
1: shooting up in the parking lot, dude. I would I would be dope sick. I I was taking music theory and re- and uh, recording arts. So it was all music-related stuff. So I would be working in a studio, not. and then I was, like, learning my fucking my pentatonic scales on a fucking piano but it was like dude if i didn't have dope with me i'd be fucking sweating and sick in that fucking classroom just like oh so i'd be in the i'd be in the bathroom stalls of this college shooting up i'd be oh, yeah. in my car cooking up and shooting up and so uh anywhere yeah and so i was He was like what classes are you taking i'm like i'm taking music theory and recording arts so, <laughs> <laughs> and so but i was i was super high and he's like he's like He's like, oh, so you're not, so you're not high, huh? He's like, what are all those dots on your arms next to your veins? Acne. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude. I was like, all right, I'm gonna level with you. I used to get high, and those are scars from track marks, and they've been there. F- they're two weeks old, but I'm not high today. I'm just tired, and he's like, all right. So I'm
0: not high today. Apparently, <laughs> right now. Yeah, exactly. I've tried that one before too. That one's it never worked.
1: No, <laughs> and, and so he was like, all right. Well, I'm gonna check your pulse. And he's like, we'll see it. Because I was like, check my pulse. So I was like, what does my pulse have to do with anything? And he's that like,
0: means that I'm going to do a thing so I can arrest you afterwards. And so I can say that I did a thing. To be able to rescue well, you for. get this.
1: Like I guess when you're do when you do heroin, your pulse is sl- is slowed, so it's slower. So he's like counting the the beats per minute from my heart for my pulse. But I was so fucking paranoid that I was going to jail that it sped up my pulse just enough to be like a normal person's pulse level. <laughs> so he's reading my pulse. And he's like, all right, well your pulse seems normal, but you need to get your life together, man. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. in here for a possession charge. You got the talk. You know, yeah. he's like, what are you doing, man? He's like, what are you doing? He's like, <laughs> like what, he's like, what are you doing? And then he's, I'm like, what are you doing out here? He's like, he's like, haven't you had friends die from this shit? And I'm like, and then I just break down and start crying. I'm like, yeah, I have. You're right, man. And he's like, yeah. I think I just I just tried to say I just started to cry just I was like maybe if I cry maybe if I cry he'll let me go And he let me go and then I got
0: some lip service he'll let me out here
1: he'll believe it and then the judge puts me on prop thirty six and then I I got high some more like and then I had another stalker that I met at the college who would like suck my dick in my car in the parking lot of college and. uh. She and then I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm getting my dick sucked." And then I, I would hang out oh, at her cool. house, and I found out she was fucking like schizophrenic, and she'd talk about like how she's, I don't know. She said she said some weird shit to me before that. I was just like, <laughs> and then one time, this this entirely different stalker. She uh, she had gotten fifty one fifty by her parents or her family fifty one fifty her for like seventy two hours, and right when she gets out. She hits me up, and she's like, I'm going through a lot. Can I come over? And I'm like, uh, okay. And, uh... I feel like I, this happens to you a lot. Oh, dude, I, I used to... I used like, $20 to, girl
0: fits the bill for <laughs> for Bobal-type chicks.
1: Dude, I, I used to date complete psychopaths. And it's nothing against it. They were very sweet girls but when they were nice. But, like, I dated a lot of crazy girls. And I'm trying to... Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I'm trying to talk to my Genesis counselor about that and... Just, put an end to that, because, dude, like, I don't want to get stabbed anymore. Like, I've gotten stabbed and attempted to be stabbed, you know, anyway, so, more times than I need. So 5150 girl. She comes over, over, and she, and then she tells me how she got 5150 and I'm like, oh, God. And then she starts talking about, like, uh, she starts saying the weirdest shit that just doesn't make sense that, when, you know, like, I can't even, like like reiterate what she said because it was so crazy but it was like it was something that made so much sense that you like it was scary like oh I got a crazy girl in my house I got to get her I got to I got to get her out of my house (laughs) so I'm like oh yeah I got to go I got to go take an old fridge to the dump with my dad like we got this old fridge in the garage and we got to drop it off right now so i gotta go and so she's like she was like taking her sweet ass time to get her stuff and i'm like i gotta go like you need to leave i gotta do. somehow i got her out of my house but she would like be like like can i get a hug and she would like hug me and i'd be like all right you can let go now and then she like, i wish i could remember the crazy things she said but yeah oh my god. Dude. let's just start talking about like the lizard people well, I uh one of the uh one of my girlfriends who did try to stab me with a syringe, she uh she she, she I would have never thought she was uh, crazy, but uh I mean she was moody, like I she definitely had borderline personality disorder and or bipolar disorder, but she I think she even told me one day she thought she had schizoaffective disorder because she said she would hear voices and see things that weren't there. And I was like, "Well, that could just be a meth psychosis, but who knows but i knew somebody who who who
0: had that and ended up killing themselves really not even a drug was it addict. a meth psychosis or, no. or was it just schizoaffective disorder she would this is this is how she explained it to me it was my friend's wife oh fuck yeah so like like when i am let's see i think i'm probably like 24 or 25 uh-huh and i'm 30 now so this is like like Six years ago I remember I said probably like like twenty three or twenty four actually yeah know, Right around there and uh there's this whole like th- th- me and my my roommate and his wife uh who's from Tunisia oh wow uh, we like we, we go to start this weed growing operation hell yeah and uh and the whole reason they brought me on board is because I had grown weed before and mm-hmm. they hadn't. Yeah, yeah. So they, I was, like, a consultant. Like, they were, like, you can come and live at, at wherever we teach go. us how to grow we're weed free, and set up this fucking... Agar. And we'll pay you 500 bucks a month. So it's, like, you get 500 bucks a month... And free rent. With no bills. Nice. Yeah. And, and a car. And I got my forerunner like that. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, from day one, they never fucking listened to me. They never like I told them like the type of place that you to look for, you know, and, like typical shit. I was like, go to to uh, this other town that's near us. That's that's like ten miles inland. Yeah. And. There's not. It's like it's like kind of backwoodsy. There's not a lot of yeah. people. Like you're way more likely to find a spot there that has like not neighbors right right next to. Yeah. you. Yeah. Has the space, with you know like that's secluded. I told them what to what to look for. And they did the next, exact opposite. Next thing you know, they're like, and and I also was like, you gotta bring me with you. You know, like all of, all. Of, Approve it. Yeah, and uh, and next thing you know, they're like, we got a place. It's fully furnished, it's badass. Except it's in it's in Port Wainimi, oh. Which on like on the beach, like in, on the Hollywood beach right there. So that place <laughs> is like a super rich neighborhood and there's co- there's like like duplex you no know, they're like houses but they're all they all go up. Connected. They all go up, but then yeah, no, the space in between the houses is like five feet. And it's like so we have na- and we're on the corner. So so like there's a neighbor here on the on the on the one side and then in, like our neighbors were neighbors. Yeah. You know and uh, Ugh. and then and plus it's on the beach. Like, and the, yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of traffic. There's there's and we were doing it in the garage and like the only thing we put Ugh. our grow up in the rest of the world was a shitty ch- little garage door,
1: and so not only that. Well, the then, marine layer from the beach can give plants powdery mildew also. It's not easy to grow. It went
0: bad for sure. Yeah. Like and then also like the, the, the garage was a ten by twenty foot space. That and ain't and, shit. and we bought two grow tents that are ten by ten. How, oh my and God. we had a hydroponic system, so there was like no room for like like I had to figure out how to like get get all these all this equipment in there and then all the reservoirs and all that shit. <laughs> up, you know, and then I told him again, I was like, each tent can do twenty four plants. We should do 12 in each because. And like, well, yeah, because yeah, they, they wanted to grow from. This is what they wanted to do. They were like, we want to grow 24 plants feminized, from feminized seeds. Oh, Jesus. Uh, And we're going to harvest five pounds off of each one of those. We bought the seed that, that yields a lot. And I'm like, it is not going to go like that. I'm it never telling does. you right now, it's going to not go like that. This is like, you either like, well, we have the horticulture book. <laughs> and you know and and why not shoot for the top it's like because you've never fucking done this before this is a shitty situation
1: i've never done now i've never done this before because this the 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 who grows fucking plants from seed you grow Fucking mother plants from seed and cut clones uh, and do stage cro- oh, Well, Jesus. it was it was it would have been fine if we
0: had like a warehouse. Yeah. That would have been a much better idea, and like and not 20, not twenty four. If you're gonna put twenty four plants in a ten by ten fucking space. How and, are you gonna get
1: in there to water them?
0: <laughs> well, it was a hydroponic, so that uh, was taken care of. But but to get in and take a care, to, you know. Trim it or yeah, lollipop. Yeah. It. Plus they were wanting to super crop it, so there's these nets. It was bad, dude. And, like super cropping's
1: for professionals. I can't even super crop.
0: It's it, well, I mean, it's doable. But again, you just need the space. Yeah. And you don't need twenty four plants that are growing from seed that are gonna get fucking huge. There was no room to do it. Like they, they were like, overlapping. These guys sound like idiots. Yeah, well, they just they just were like my 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 friend has like a very entrepreneurial spirit, so he was like trying to make the big money, and like and then his wife had had. Sold her condo that was in Tunisia and got eighty grand for it and was oh, dropping all this money fuck. in it. But so previously to all of this, she had had this episode where uh, she just started going nuts and this is when we lived in Galita still. Uh-huh. And she was just fucking losing it and like none of us like knew what the fuck was happening. Like. Was she just, have like
1: episodes or what?
0: Yeah. Well, she we would just hear her in in their room just screaming like. What the hell? Like yelling like, and like in my friend Morgan's just like trying to like calm her down like it's okay and then that would just like make her scream louder, and then and then I was I was living in this house with like all my bandmates plus them, and and Morgan's like one of our best friends and Miriam was awesome too she was yeah. a really good girl but this was happening Tron <laughs> comes out and he's just like he's like dude do we need to like take her to a hospital or something like it was bad Fuck. and then but then so she goes back to Tunisia for a little while. And it comes back, and she's totally fine. She had like, gotten on meds, and then she's, oh, okay. she learned, she learned that, uh, that she had a type of schizophrenia. And uh-huh. then so when we were in this Hollywood Beach place, um, I can't remember if it had started up again by the time I had this conversation or if I just started talking to her about it, but she explained it to me. She's like, I will hear Like you say something super fucked up. And I can't tell whether you said it or not, you know, and I'm like, well, don't you just, you know, don't you just know that I wouldn't ever say anything like that to you, you know, like, she's like, yeah, but it sounds like a voice, you know, it's like, you can't, it's not like in my head, like, I I hear it coming from you, you know, and, and, uh, and then so and then she just went bonkers again, I don't know if she got off her meds or something, she
1: just, she just lost it again. And that's and, fucked up. Well here's what happened. I knew a girl that, that did the, that they did the exact same thing she was dating this dude and she would think he was like calling her a bitch or something when he wasn't and Schizophrenia. then she would, yeah, yeah dude and uh, so so all of a sudden Morgan's like we
0: got to go to Tunisia like I, we're flying out to Tunisia like like right now was like oh right you know like I already can't handle you know everything that's going on here like by myself you know like like we can't we we have not been six like the plants grew really nicely at first Uh as soon as they got big there was just they were just crowded and bad shit was happening of course it's like really hard to to manage and and he just had to take off so then I'm there by myself his cousin shows up who's a drug addict and I wasn't even using heroin at the time Uh but but that was that I had done it like once like throughout, from when I was like sixteen up until I was I was twenty five or twenty six, I would like use heroin like once every like three or four months, like one time, mm-hmm. and have no desire to do it again after that because I was afraid of it, and I always knew that you get addicted. You yeah. Know? And I was like, "Fuck that! You know, way better than that shit. Yeah. Fast forward to now, not way better than that <laughs> shit. Um, anyway, so her, the, Morgan's cousin moves in to try to like you know help out, he just ends up being a drug addict and, like, that's bad. And all of a sudden we hear that Miriam's dead and, like... How'd you hear through the like, so message like, or something? Yeah, or, like, it's okay. And then Morgan's mom was also living with us because she's... <laughs> it was so
1: nuts, dude. So like the fucking top echelon communal living situation. Dude, it, and she's... like Becky is, like, is, like,
0: she's a cool lady but she's fucking out there too dude like oh she's just God. like couldn't support herself she was on some shit she would never tell us but wow. but, but but we knew she was just fucking going to this other type of psychosis sometimes oh but anyway God. but so she tells me cause she's still there and uh uh apparently like like Miriam had like tried to like jump out a window twice and Morgan had to stop her they, and he gets her to Tunisia, into this, into this, like, mental hospital, and then by the time he, like, finally, like, leaves her there, like, not, le- like, he just, like, left to, like, go back to her parents' house there, like, like, he had just, to, like, they checked her in, and and then they left the room or whatever. He was in the, still in the hospital. Mm-hmm. But then she she had managed to, f- she found a mirror, broke it oh and like in and in hindsight I, you know or like I remember like one of the things I thought was like why the fuck would they have a mirror in a mental
1: ward yeah in you the know, jail like, you don't even get mirrors you get that little metal thing right
0: you know like like how could they not have foreseen this thats you funny. know like she's, she's she already attempt no she took cut it her thin, neck whew, sliced oh. her own throat dude Fuck. and I was just like how badly do you have to be suffering to, oh, to, to be able to do that to yourself. No, you know? dude, that's like one like, of the... Like, she ones. wanted to end it and end it quick. Like, she wasn't fucking around with any wrist or arm shit, dude. She that's fucking intense. All dude. the big veins. And, oh, and, and, she, fuck, and she, like, went into a coma for, like, two days and then died. Holy shit. And then Morgan's comes back. The crop's totally fucked. We end up getting, like, six pounds out of all of it. You know, like i of, of harvestable shit. Like they, the, a lot of it had gotten this, this. Not, stringy, it was not, like stringy bud. huh? Oh. You no, know, well, it, it it was just like this. The bud that we had was like this weird mutated looking shit, <laughs> and then the rest of it we had to just like oh because it had molded. Oh, it and got
1: mold. Yeah,
0: but we had, dude. See, this is the thing, though. We had, we had like the dehumidifier and like that. We had all the shit. We were pumping CO two in there. We were like, we, we, you, you buy this, this tent from, from Gorilla Growth tent, really great company, by the way, mm-hmm. um, if you want to do that, and it, and they, they give you all the stuff, and it was like, all these, these carbon filter things that, that are supposed to help with the smell. Yeah, that filters up. out the smell. Right, and, and. Scrubbing the, C- the air. CO2 tank, uh, pumping that shit in, plus this baller hydroponic system, uh, we had all of that, and it still it still went bad. Just just because of like you said, like it still. I think the humidity was always up higher than when it was you went CO
1: two. Your humidity goes way up. Well, too. The, we were the
0: beach too. We were and like, the, the beach, the, the beach yeah. was not even like a quarter block. Like, oh, like yeah. there was like across the street from us. Was a row of houses, and there, the other side of those houses was literally in the sand. Yeah, the, the marine layer is all in the air, yeah. and it's going to go right in the garage. So that happened. Morgan comes back. His wife just killed herself. His crop's fuck. All that money's gone, you know, and, and like, what him, the him and I get in this big fight, you know, like, he just is pissed at me for all of Blames this it stuff. Blends it on you. Yeah, and I, and like, I was, I was, it was like a very emotional situation, but I was pissed, I was like, dude, well, what the fuck did you expect, dude? I told you, yada, 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 and you guys didn't listen to anything, you know, it's like, and I, you you can't expect me to have handled it all, like, you, you want me, you wanted me to come and just work some fucking miracle here, and, and I couldn't, you know, like, what, what do you want me to say, and he just was, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't blame him, you know, but I was, like I said, it was emotional, but, but, uh. That all, that all happens. And then we just have to, like, eventually just cut the loss. I mean, we sold the six pounds for, like... How much did you get for the six pounds? We sold them all at once for, like, 1500 each.
1: That's not so that bad. That's not that bad. Yeah, it was... I mean, you could okay. have done a second harvest, but, I mean, I wouldn't want to do no, it we, there. No,
0: okay, so the land... every All the neighbors knew what was going on. Landlord knew what was going on. We were getting kids get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And so, like, we, we, we go to this, and then we end up moving to this other place in Ohio and and, and we just, nobody really had it together. Like, there's only, like, two people. Two of them had a job. Yeah. And we, it was a baller house, though. I'm going to tell you a story another time about some of the parties we had there. Fuck, so uh, yeah. But uh, we had an atrium in our house.
1: Oh what! Anyway,
0: but then he ended up having to sell off all the grow equipment, like for half the fucking price, and yeah, and, uh, it was just all
1: bad. Dude. Where Where did you end up go, going after that? Because you guys kind of went your separate so, ways after that. No, right? no, no.
0: We 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 had our we had our tiff, but like, we we didn't like become not friends. Like. I know, but you guys are still living yeah we moved from there, so I quit my job to go do this. Oh. so now I don't have a job. my car's fucking breaking down because we paid five hundred dollars for it <laughs> and like and and nobody has anything, you know like like Morgan just still has his job and and we move we we moved to Ohio with um uh with some other friends of ours. It ended up being a very bad decision, and Morgan's brother, who's a complete piece of shit mm-hmm. like miles is like one of the worst people I've ever met, dude in so many ways yeah and uh and we go there and then this is that that house in Ohio is where I meet crazy Car chase girl <laughs> and and where I get hooked on dope'cause we got, we let this one guy move in he's got a script for fucking Roxys. Oh, so and, you got
1: hooked on Roxy's first,
0: yep. And then, and then, like, we were smoking Roxy's off of foil. Because I wasn't, you know, like, I still had that barrier. Fear of like, yeah. needles. Well, it wasn't a fear. It was just more of a fear of, like, what you that would mean, it. you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, then the Roxy script goes away. Wouldn't you know it? I'm sick. And so I, I start
1: having to get dope. And then that starts that whole... Were you snorting the dope at first, or were you... Smoking it or No, yeah,
0: no, you know, yeah, I was smoking it off the foil first, yeah. I was freebasing it and then but then it didn't take very long. Like once once it became apparent that like like the first time I gave up, you know, and I was just like fuck it, I'm just gonna be a junkie. Yeah. That was easy, you know, like it wasn't a huge barrier. But <clears throat> anyway, I mean like that's just that's just my experience with the with the Schizophrenia, and I just tripped out on what that would be like, you know. It's like, well, oh, dude, just, you know, no, I know. It's I'm so thankful
1: thing. I have at least a certain percentage of sanity. I mean, I'd say the worst things I deal with are ADD and AC, ADHD and OCD. That's the worst, but it's like to hear voices that aren't there. I, and can't not
0: imagine. being able to tell that they're not whether they're real or not. Like, I can't even imagine well, what that's I've, like. I've had
1: that in a meth psychosis. Like, I would be up, and it wasn't even just the meth, it was the fact that I'd been up for, like, after I hit the three-day mark of no sleep. Right,
0: but then you're, yeah. like, delirious in that state, so that, like, kind of checks out. That's kind of happened to me, too, where you're like, what, what's that? What was that? Did you hear that? hmm Kind of thing. That's different, though. It's like, imagine being in your normal, right s- s- state of mind. Yeah, that not awful. So it's like, because at least if you're up for three days and you're on a mesochosis, you know that's what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you're not, then you're really, you're just like, what did, what did he just say? You know, what did that person just say? Yeah. Nothing. You're like, oh, fuck. I, they just, I just heard them say, your mother sucks cocks in hell or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> or something like that.
1: No, That's I know, crazy, and man. and the fact that it's so unbearable that someone would slit their throat—that sounds fucking like miserable, yeah. miserable experience. I tell you, I did not even know what to say to
0: Morgan when he got back. I was like, I, no, what, do you, what, 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 what can, can you say?
1: Nothing. What can you say? There's nothing you but can you say that need, makes the situation better. But you're right, but you have this need to say
0: something. You know, like, you, you just, like, it's, it's like what, he just, just play out the scenario. So he, like, walks in the door, and you just say nothing to him. I mean, you know, the only thing like, I
1: could think to say is I'm really sorry that But that I do not want to say
0: that, because I'm like, that just is kind of, like, cheapens it, you know? Like, it takes, it almost, like, I'm sorry it just not cover, like, the severity of the, no, of the it, situation. No, but the, I don't you know? think it's any like, words. I almost don't want to tell him that, because, like that's not good enough or something like that. I was really at a loss, you know. I just yeah. I think I just gave him a hug, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah, it was it was a fucked up situation. I felt really bad for for him and for her like I remember when the first time she had she started freaking out it was like her birthday at our Galita house and like she had been freaking out so all of us in the house decided to like try to like cheer her up with like a birthday party, you know, and we got like the happy birthday yeah. and like this, this and that. And she like you could tell she was like she when she came in she was like putting on the the, the face, you know, but then she disappeared in the room right away and then like immediately went into this crazy fucking thing. Like that almost like pissed like like upset her more. You know, because yeah. I don't know. It could have
1: triggered like more of voices and stuff.
0: I don't know, but but uh, it was it was bad, and it was like nothing could reach her. You know, like nothing could like break break what was ever happening to her. Mm-hmm. Nothing could uh, like you. There's no way nothing you can say to her to make her like. You know, like like I feel like in situations like that where people deal with at least equally traumatic things. Maybe not similar as, like, as like the, the hearing the voices part, but usually you can tell somebody something, you know, or give them a tool. You, you know, like, when people have uh, claustrophobia, and you're mm-hmm. like, this is your personal space, and you, hold, they, you teach them to hold their arms out in front of them, like, yeah. nobody can enter this space, yeah, that's your safe spot, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. There wasn't anything like that, like, you could do f- for her, you know? It's like, I'm pretty sure... Whatever like I was telling her, there was some other voice
1: telling her the exact opposite. Right,
0: like, like explain to her how like how I was like, you know, it was a manipulation or something like that, you know, because like, she, she would just freak out, you know, either that or it was just simply too much for her. you know like there wasn't any tool that would work, even. Yeah, and what if hope. she what if
1: she didn't what if she was still taking the meds and they weren't working so she felt no hope, you know like I can't even imagine what that's like but I, I don't mean, know
0: yeah I, n- I never figured out whether she like were, like I think she just I was pretty sure that she had stopped taking the meds I think I think Morgan said that but uh uh yeah like that never that never came up I think she just progressed bad enough to the point where like it was too late she was already like wanted to escape it so bad yeah you know like it was it was crazy like there was no like i feel like people usually think about killing themselves for a while before they do it oh yeah you know and it wasn't like that with her she was just like oh my god i need to immediately die right now you know like there was no like weighing it out or anything it was just like pure it must have been just pure agony you
1: know pure torture to be to be that bad you know Mm -hmm especially if it wasn't happening before and then like you, you feel like you're never gonna be back to your right you know? yeah that was probably part of it too like I don't even know if there was like any
0: of that like I should kill myself because I'm never gonna be well I think she was just more like 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 th- that that current moment right there like I cannot take
1: this anymore right
0: you know that's as far as it went she, I don't think she even had the capacity to like see analyze it. it yeah you know? yeah she's just in it <sighs> Yeah, that's fucking crazy and intense. Yeah, like wow yeah and then and then fucking then like not only man Morgan just went through it because not only that happened and then we go to Ojai and this whole drug thing is happening and he doesn't ever get like f- like fully hooked I think he probably got a little sick sometimes yeah but but uh it just went all bad and he's having to like spend all his money and then like our other roommate David is just is just a piece of sh- like lazy piece of shit Nobody's cleaning, and, and David, 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 David's always, like, like makes... Like they would drive to work together, and David would make him late every day, so then Morgan gets fired with David and doesn't have the job, and, like, and, and his brother's... He's having to deal with his... Oh, yeah, his mom still lives with us in his room, so he doesn't even have a fucking room, really. Like, he's in one of the offices. And oh, my God. Yeah, and it was so bad. And then, like, I, you know... So was, there was only like there was like there was a period of time like right when we moved into that Ojai house that was really fun because we had a pool and we were like we were throwing huge parties there. And we were like jumping off the roof into the pool. And we had like my buddy Max is a DJ. He would show up with all his lights and equipment and mm-hmm. shit. And we'd have like these Ragers. Yeah. We invented we invented Quidditch Pong.
1: What's which that? Which is. <laughs>
0: I don't know where they came from, but we had these things that were like rings on poles. Oh we yeah. We taped them to beer bottles, so it was in the middle of your beer pong table, uh-huh. and you'd have to throw it through the through the hole, into the cup. Oh, through the hoop. Yeah, like Quidditch from Harry Potter. Oh like, whoa. You know, anyway, it was like a good time, but then it all it all it all went bad. Yeah. And, and then Morgan eventually like after we left there. He just disappears to Utah. He's just like I'm fucking out. <laughs> I'm out of here.
1: Well, yeah. And one time, geographical like, relocation.
0: Yeah, one time like uh, it was Halloween that year that we moved into that place, and we go downtown to Santa Barbara, and and he uh, and and he gets all drunk, and like gets in this big argument with David over something stupid and then I'm driving home with him and he just starts to cry and and pretty much expresses to me that he, like, never really dealt with Miriam's death because he didn't. Like, when he came back, he had all this shit to deal with. Yeah. Like, he had this fucking failing crop. We had to move out. We had to fucking clean the place. We got so coked out one night trying to fucking... Uh, trying to trying to, like do, like, a massive amount of work, like, we had to, like, clean up the entire grow room, like, we hadn't done shit, and we were getting, we, like, the landlord was coming for a walkthrough at, like, 10 a.m. the next morning, oh, and it was, like, fuck. midnight, <laughs> we're, like, huge lines, and just, like, <laughs> like, 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 before the landlord came, like, I was just, like, like, I crashed, I was, like, no more cocaine was gonna help me Yeah. at that point, you know, I was, like, oh, my God, dude, I'm dying here, and, like, we still had, like a, like, a little bit more to do, and somehow managed to get through it it was so hard though so he had all of that and then and then and then we moved into Ohio, and like there was no time for him to like grieve you know oh yeah and there was and then I think that's why like another drugs were around and and that that him doing that like prevented him from from dealing with with oh yeah felt about that too he's bearing that shit inside I don't of think him. he knew he was doing that but that's what was no happening. of course not yeah and then, but he breaks down one night, you know, and I just, I just like, again, I was, like, I had a loss of, like, what to say to him, you know. I was, I was just, like, kind of let him talk to me, you know.
1: Yeah, sometimes you, the best thing to do is just listen.
0: Yeah, and I just kept, like, I almost felt like an, I'm like, I hope he doesn't think that, like, like, that I don't want to hear it or something, because I was just like, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, man, you know, like, doing that, which is, you know, could be, Perceived as like that, I don't care, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you didn't think that, but like, anyway, I just it's another moment where I didn't know what to do. And he just honestly I haven't talked to him in a while, but I think he 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 him and his mom, and then his other two other three brothers besides Miles, Miles is fucked off somewhere, yeah, you know, and his dog Morgan's dad was also a piece of shit. Uh, who was around sometimes? He was in jail, like, the, like like when we first started doing the 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 grow up, But he just took off, and and um, last time I saw him was was when I was in the first rehab. and He came and visited me in there. Yeah. And I was trying to get him to bring me dope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, and then he just he like kind of just wouldn't, you know. Yeah. He like flew in with his girlfriend. who's like a good girl, and like she couldn't know, and like this this and that and then i haven't talked to him since then
1: fuck so um let me ask you what do you feel is different about your experience now in rehab than when you were just in the your last rehab or in your you know your during your addiction like because um honestly feel like since i've gotten to know you know you you definitely kind of get it and you kind of get what is required of you to stay clean, you know? For the most part, I mean, I know, and I know you always say like sometimes I have to admit I don't know everything, or I have to admit that. Oh no! Uh, I have to never admit that I don't know shit. Yeah, that's 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 a big part of it
0: for me. It's like if at any point I uh, think I, start, I got this right. If I start thinking I know what's going on, and that I under you know I I've. I've learned enough, or like, or like that. I've I'm good at this. Then, then I am really like weary of that. You know, like I just. I don't. I don't. I mean, at least right now, dude. I just don't really make decisions for myself as far as my recovery
1: goes. Yeah. You, you do know? what's suggested of you, and you right. know that's for you know, the greater it's kind good. Of
0: like what Ger was talking about at the at the meeting. Yeah. You know, like just just, giving this place. There's, we've heard it a million times, man. I mean, like it's like you know you know what the what the f- paradigm is for a successful recovery. Yeah. You, you life has have has had to have bitch slapped you hard enough down to the ground that you're not gonna try to pick yourself up by yourself. Like you need some something to help you. Outside of yourself. Right. Like, call it whatever you want, higher power or, or whatever. But for me, like, for me, I just, all I had to know was that I couldn't do it by myself. Yeah. And that, but then I also believed that I, that I, that I could do it, that I could cease to be inactive addiction. Yeah. Know? Like, I could recover. So, so I keep those two things in mind. And then as far, like, CRC is, uh, uh that's the the nickname for the place i went before Uh uh-huh and uh that's a 30-day program so like there's that kind of difference too yeah you know like that's 30 days isn't enough time
1: i don't think it's a good place to get healthy yeah, you know, but totally... I mean you're slunk you're you're like placed in a slingshot and flung back into society and it's like thirty days I don't think is adequate enough tools to like actually right. f- really dig deep inside of yourself and see what is it about what's going on inside of me that's making me have to f- fucking use drugs or, or alcohol and or alcohol to deal with the outside world and deal with my past and deal well, with all Well, I shit. learned all of that
0: there. That's that's what happened. I learned all about my addiction there like all the science behind it and exactly what was going on in my head yeah. and that worked against me because that was that was knowledge mm-hmm. you know like that was that was that made me feel like well I understand that now so I'm gonna be good you know yeah. I'll be good I'll be able to like you know which was funny because what the knowledge is about the subject what like what it like what what I came to know that what the science says is is that the science and knowledge won't help you (laughs) it's not gonna save you it's a disease of choice your brain's fucked up so you can't think your way out of using your reward center is hijacked your 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 cerebral cortex like where your personality your thoughts your memories your ability to reason your ability to uh uh discern right from wrong uh good and bad and 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 uh it uses that to its own means to get the chemicals yeah so it's like you are no longer in control that's what the information says Mm -hmm. so it's ironic that i thought that that knowing that was going to (laughs) help me out at all you know yeah but that's that's exact i mean there's a perfect example of of that in action so so it's like the the uh The difference in the place is a thing the difference in my perspective on my on on my my own addiction you know like i really know that uh i really know that i just cannot drink or use no matter what you know and like there's another stupid ass fucking saying yeah hate that one but it's true i really know that now and i also i also i also know that um you know, like, like, I mean, like we were saying, like, I know, I know that, that I need to not, not decide what happens for my recovery myself. Like, that's, that's what we have, like, the fellowships for and sponsors for. And, and believe me, like, I hated having to be a part of that shit. It really doesn't bug me now. Um, So there's this whole, like, willingness is, is really the theme of my recovery. Willingness. And and the one bit of knowledge that does help me is that I don't know jack shit, you know, or that what I do know, doesn't, isn't gonna ever help me. Yeah, it's it's something outside of myself is what's gonna help me, and and uh, a big part of that, you know, for those for those of you who are who struggle with the higher power thing, I mean, a big part of the something outside of myself is like the you know, the fellowship in the program right now. Yeah. That's a power that's, that it's just isn't my power, too. And, and it, it could be argued that it's greater than me, but I think that what's most important is that it's not you because you, you don't have the subjective relationship with your addiction. You're too close to it, but out, anything outside of you does. It can look at you and your addiction and see, like, that's why people, in, 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 in the literature it always talks about how other people can see that you're fucking up but you can't see it. Or another instance, like, we think that we don't seem high, but everybody really knows. Knows, you yeah. Know? So it's just like, it's, it's it's. I stay willing by being aware of all of that stuff. Uh, and, and the last, the last thing, man, is I just really try to keep the, the, in, in mind, like, all how terrible it was out there. Yeah. For me, I mean, and I, I, w- I sucked at being a junkie, <laughs> you know, like I really did, like I, I, as soon as I would get like, any you know, drugs in my system, I would start fucking my face up, you know, or, or just fucking my body up in general or just make, you know, and then I would get so desperate that I would use, like, I don't care whose needle I use. Yeah, I and, did that know, too. Blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, and then I also sucked at, like, I never had any money. I was never good at hustling. I, I, I was good at selling drugs when I had them, but I'd always get myself into this trap where like, you know, like I, people would have, people, you know, I was blessed because people would help me out a lot you know, yeah. people liked me and, uh, but, then, but then when I would get drugs, all those people would be sick and I wasn't going to tell them no so I'd end up giving a lot of it away and I could never get ahead, I was always just either mooching or giving my shit away which made me have to mooch it was a cyclical thing and, uh, and 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 I was just really bad at it so I just don't ever I try not to forget that and that's really working for me right now but what I'm what I think about a lot is like how am I gonna avoid that leaving me because at some point I'm gonna get confident you know like I'm gonna become jaded uh, about something you know and think that like I have all this time you know yeah. like, like you know and, and it's you I try not to worry about it too much but I think about it, you know. Oh well I think yeah. about it all the time and I, I I just I just really hope that that it stays in the front of my mind and I you know like that can just tell you what's worked for me now um and then get back to me in like a year and <laughs> and I'll and I'll
1: I'll let you know if that's still working. Well I like that that was really articulate because i think about that all the time too because i'm like okay um i want to actually get it down this time i don't want to be 40 years old and having to repeat these same problems again because then i'll feel like even a bigger piece of shit. you know like this is the perfect age i think where it's like all right i need to get on top of this and it's like i've already seen one of my best friends and you know co hosts from this fucking podcast do this program perfectly was called the poster child of this place and then three months after getting out he's like I'm not going to sober living I've already had to be he locked up here forever it, yeah. and then it's like I already had to do drug court and he's like I want my freedom back and then what he does is he gets complacent I don't know if it was complacency but he was just like stop going to meetings stop talking Self-will, to his sponsor dude
0: that's what it is always it's like you stop taking direction you stop doing all this dumb shit that they fucking tell you to do And it's yeah, it sucks. And it's like there's there's a part of every one of us I think that is just like has this big problem with 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 following, you know, instruction, right? Or just like at least for me, like I have always had to fucking like figure out like 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 bushwhack my own path through life. And man, I've I've struggled so much because of that unnecessarily so like it's cool to be an individual and all that but i put so much stock in that Mm -hmm. so for me it's like well i want to figure this out for myself yeah self-sufficiency and then eventually you'll just believe this lie you're telling yourself or like yeah you can do that or that you have done that yeah you know and that's what happens for so many people i think there's like a part of us all that wants to that that wants that to be true you know they want self-will to work for them again or if at all if it ever worked.
1: Yeah. Oh dude, guess what?
0: I don't even wanna know, dude.
1: Yeah, you, well well I'm gonna tell you anyway. It's <laughs> almost one AM Oh great and uh do you you don't have work crew tomorrow. No, but I gotta be up to five thirty anyway. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah, well I just wanna say that was uh that it I I'm really impressed by the profound way you um, you vocalize um, not just recovery but like the self introspection on how uh, how you realize all this about yourself because man when I first met you you I mean I'm, this isn't a, this is I'm trying to say this in a compliment in a compliment no. but like you did not speak about things like this when you first got here right like I think you but I think you're still getting you know you know, intergrained and, um, you know, acquainted with the program and stuff and you're feeling out, you know, people's personalities here and stuff and, and routine and stuff but now it's like you're just running with it and it's fucking, I mean, honestly, like, I, I sincerely think it's really fucking impressive that you've made this much growth and progress like, and you're still, you're about, I mean, you're not even phase two yet. That's fucking cool.
0: Actually, I did just phase up this oh. last Friday, yeah. Oh, fist bump on yeah. that, sir.
1: That's right. So wait, you, oh, so we'll have phase two group together. Yeah. I haven't even started that yet. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so that's on Tuesday. Yeah, we're in this for the long haul, dude. We'll be in the in the same class and everything. That's true, we are very close in our fucking program. Yeah. So wait, do you think, or do you see yourself planning for sober living after this? Yeah, probably, I mean, yeah. Here?
0: I don't know. I, I mean, I, uh, I guess. I mean, I, I don't see why not.
1: Because my biggest fear is, I feel like this is a good, safe environment, and the way they run this program and the in the inpatient is gonna be similar to how they run the sober living. And I one thing I hate are all these horror stories about oh everyone's using it that sober living and that and that and it's like dude, I don't wanna be around that. I mean I can see myself dealing with it, but I don't want to put myself in that kind of environment.
0: It kind of de- defeats the purpose of, of being, being here sober, for 12 you know, months. You know, or being in a sober living at all. Like yeah, you're exactly. To be there so you live around people who are not using and
1: drinking. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I think about that too, where it's like, I think about, well, what if uh, I do this program and then I get confident and I'm like, oh, I've earned the right to not go to as many meetings where I've earned the right to to do things this way and that way and it's like you
0: never earned that right. No, exactly. That's the rule of that, thumb right there. Yeah.
1: This is yeah. something I have to practice for the rest of my life. And you if get I want to do
0: it, that though. That's that's the good way to look at it.
1: Well yeah, and I actually enjoy meetings now. Yeah. Which is weird because at I mean, first I was like, oh I can imagine Imagine
0: when you get to sponsor people and then and then your sponsees do well, dude, that's gotta be a really good feeling yeah you know like helping people is a good feeling Well, plus it are.
1: helps me get out of my own head exactly. I've always even when I was using I would I would enjoy talking to people about their issues or listening yeah, means, and then yeah. and, and if they asked for uh, reciprocation I, I would give I would give feedback but uh, every time I did that even when I was stuck in my using days it helped me just get out of all my bullshit that I'm totally. dealing with which is like weird like to me because it's like um usually the thing that helps the most is the thing I least expect or back then, you know, back in the day it was. So it's like, um, another example of how you, how you don't know shit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's usually like the things I don't want to do at first glance are the things that I need to do, you know, which is just crazy. So yeah, we should wrap this up, but definitely I would, I really want to get you back on because I know we just kind of scratched the surface. And we didn't get into your whole story, but we got into a big, a uh, lot of it. Yeah. And uh, uh, I I just love the way you speak about all those things. But is there anything you would like to say to, I guess, our brethren of the squadron? Yes.
0: we with this. Were you at the, uh, the book study a couple of Fridays ago when I did the pie graph thing?
1: No, I wish I was, though. Okay, all right. so...
0: Check this out. So imagine a, a a a circle, a pie graph that represents all the knowledge that you're that that is capable of being known. Like all the knowledge is in this, is represented by this pie graph. Imagine one little sliver of it. Like let's say like <clears throat> this probably isn't even accurate, but it'll do for the for the diagram. Ten like a ten percent sliver. Mm-hmm. That is the amount of knowledge that you know that you know. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know
1: that to be factual.
0: I know that I know how to play guitar. Yeah. That's something I know that I know how to do. There's another 10% sliver right next to it, which is what you know that you don't know. I know that I don't know how to play the piano. Yeah. So the rest of it is what you don't know you don't know. So mm-hmm. I am unaware, I can't tell you what the thing is that I don't know, I don't know, because I don't know it. Yeah. You, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. So that, this whole thing is supposed to demonstrate what I was talking about and, and, and bolster up the fact that, that none of us really know what's going on ever. So humble yourselves, bitches. Oh, I like
1: that. All right, with that, with the fuck, we're, we're out of here. <laughs> humble yourself, bitches. Um, Peace out, mic drop. Uh, mic drop. What What do I want to say to wrap this up? Oh, just fucking come on. Send a send me an email, guys. Come on, cause is, is it is it is it that hard? I've gotten a few here and there and shout outs to the people who have emailed me. But let's can you? I uh, I've I see how many downloads I get and there's enough downloads to where someone out there is listening to this. So uh, yeah, you there, me. Penetrating to you. I'm talking to you. My voice is penetrating your ear canal right now. You and so you can hear the words coming out of my mouth. We have an email, it's called nodsquadpodcast at gmail.com. Why don't you, I don't know, send me an email. I've already mentioned my secret cell phone got taken away, so that's the best way to get a hold of me. And maybe you can just say, hey, your podcast sucks and I hate it. Or <laughs> and it, it it it's like even hate mail. I'll take hate mail at this point.
0: No I, such thing as bad publicity. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, what else do I want to say? Like our social medias: uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like whatever. All that shit. Uh, we even okay, got a link. Can. We got a LinkedIn fucking account now, and I'm having my friend Eve of of England, <laughs> fucking run it. You know, I'm. I'm setting that up. It's like yeah. So so whenever
0: you're done with your issue. In like the next, I don't know, five hours or so. (laughs) When you remember, go ahead and like and subscribe. Oh, look! It's Danny can't stop and like (laughs) and comment and subscribe and like and comment
1: and subscribe and subscribe. Oh, subscribe. And we even have a shitty YouTube channel. I don't know. There's probably some video of me strung out on there. You might want to laugh at my expense on there. And our pod host is Podbean. You know, if you go onto the episodes there, you'll notice a little heart symbol with a like. Just, just slap... that
0: fucking thing.
1: Fucking slap chop your mouse on that like. And just... I need to get numbers up. I need to get sponsors. I need some fucking bang and Nick and vape juice money. You know? I mean, I can promise you I get randomly drug tested enough that I won't spend it on dope. And if I did, I wouldn't be making... There'd be no more episodes because I would have pawned this fucking awesome TazCam mic. So it's like... You know, you can see. I put some investment into it, and I—I'm not even asking for your money at this point. Maybe I will later. Just email him and validate his ego. Oh, dude, for sure. Feed into my narcissism, narcissism at least a little, just to keep me in check. You know, to test my—you know—my recovery. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're getting the foot. Fu- hey, you want to say something, Danny? Can't stop. Speaking of a bang, I wish I had one right now. <laughs> Really? And he's working security for us. He's What's doing this? a good job. You want? Yeah, I have. I have one in my room. You do nice. Yeah, it's one a.m. too. You oh, guys, little
0: little bang drug deal. Going uh, wake up call at five thirty. I know. We were, just, we were just talking about it. I <laughs> know. I we.
1: But you know what? Uh, I'm sacrificing my my tomorrow's sanity for something that I know someone out there in the world is going to get enjoyment out of. So just know that. And we just, when, we
0: just laid down a good bit of recovery. When, when we're
1: cleaning time. the shit off the spackle of the toilets tomorrow and <laughs> falling asleep in them, and we're falling asleep inside of them, just know that this little gem is going to be, you know, right. float around in the Internet forever, whether you like it or not. Uh, you know, we're going to have, what can you give us a signature of consent right now? Well, oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> fuck, yeah. All right. Um, I don't know what the fuck else, you guys. Oh, you know what? One more thing. <laughs> one last thing, you guys. I've been getting some fan mail sent to this uh, place, and it's awesome. I love you guys for writing me letters. I know no one does that in, you know, today's era of digital technology and fucking whatever, but, you know, this. It's just write me a letter. And, uh... Just message my stupid troll account, Brian Uncalbert, and I'll I'll give you the address, and you can write me a letter. And you can even say I suck. I don't care. I just want attention. I'm a attention whore. (laughs) So with that, don't do, I mean, okay, I always say this. I might as well say it while you're here. I I don't condone the use of drugs. I'd rather you didn't do drugs. But if you are going to do drugs, be safe. Be safe, but and and just don't do needles. Like if you're going to do drugs, just don't use needles. I mean, just boof it up your butt instead. It's way <laughs> safer, way less chance of an overdose. And plus, it's like I don't know. I don't I don't. Well, I I don't know if that's the safest thing to say, but I'm not a trained professional. Student. Just don't die. Just and, oh, and, yeah, and just don't die. Yeah. So with that, I'm getting the fuck out of here to try and sleep. Uh, I love you. Stay safe. Stay strong. Peace, love, all the above. Peace.